0: Hi, this is Peter David, and you're listening to Eleven O'Clock Comics. And when I think of you, I touch myself.
1: <laughs> wow,
2: peak the meters, did nice. You're strong, very bold. I'm at the I he was a cat. <laughs> <David. laughs> oh,
3: I just read 10 inches of sex, so it's,
2: uh, it's on my Oh, uh, look at you. I was going to say, you're dirty, tonight. You Dirt. Yes, sir. The the <inaudible> T.W., I always thought that was after the world. David had to explain that to me. Yes, way. I used to think that S.M.A. Yeah. I used to think that S.M.A. was so
0: much hate. Oh, no. I knew after a while. I didn't know it, I didn't think you say S.M.A.? She Shakes my head. Oh,
3: my okay. goodness. Hey, how about that? How bringing up the Will Smith female daughter. Oh, he's God to my daughter. Will Smith is? Oh,
2: yeah, she loves him. He can do no wrong. don't well, like, show that. a
0: Wild Wild West.
2: No. So, well, God, I mean, what
0: was the last movie he did with his? With his oh, yeah. with his son, After Earth, or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah,
4: you don't
3: we, want to watch that. We're
2: watching it, and and he goes, she goes, oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, too bad about the movie.
3: Yeah. Will <laughs> <laughs> Smith.
2: Both of them. Oh, okay. Cool. She likes, but yeah, she likes Daddy the best. Nice. Yep. Yeah, Fresh Prince I'm a big, is on, I'm a big Will Smith fan myself, so I can't. Oh yeah, respect the man. Yeah. I respect oh, the man because talented. he doesn't yeah. have to work blue.
0: That's right. It's well, that begs, like, thanks to grandma.
2: Yeah. And by many, examples, I was, he's a friend. It was his auntie. His auntie and your uncle in Bel Air. He tried it.
3: Well, <sighs> uncle, uncle Phil, uh, rest in peace. He left us. Yeah. Man, bunny. Mm.
2: Hey everybody. What's up? It is 11 o'clock comics episode 302.
3: And I am Vince B.
0: Yes, you are. And I'm Christopher Neesman. Yes, you are. I am David A. Price.
3: Yes, you are, and straight from the outback, I'm everyone's favorite lunatic, Ken Ham. He's a Ken Ham. Got, what, how did the bank go yo? I mean, spam, I was spam. up against Bill Nye. You know, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, was just <laughs> a... I just I had my book to go by. So and I had, had chapter right and verse on my side, and all he had was science. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to, to,
4: and and you know, <laughs> I'll chime in here because uh, believe it or not, I'm I'm, I'm a faithful person you know in, I believe in God and I got into this discussion today at work with with a couple people and and one is is very very Christian very conservative christian and and the other one is very agnostic and so and it was, it was and agnostic okay gotcha <laughs> <laughs> no no uh But it was it was very funny and very interesting because everything on is very polarized. And this is just like politics or anything else where, you know, we get like, you know, this is, you know, Mr. Science Guy, even though Bill Nye is great and and very well educated and very thoughtful. But then you get this ham idiot who is on the fringe out there. And there are there are more Christians who believe in evolution and the evolution is a part of the plan than the straight creationist. So don't, don't lump all Christians in with, with this guy. There are, there are Christians I that actually was, believe, but... that believe in science, <laughs> believe it or not. Do what? what do I, I didn't realize I
3: was, but I get your point.
4: <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's and but that's the problem is that you know then you know this guy is you know quote unquote speaking for all Christians. It's like no, you're not. You're you are speaking for your very narrow interpretation of of a text that was written, you know. Eons before most of what we regard as science, so yeah, it was th- there are Christians that believe in
3: it I that. have to say of the uh, of the vast majority of Christians that I know personally uh, which would be the majority of people I know i 'm with you they are they, all uh, believe in evolution, but but statistically, there are a lot of fucking people that don't believe in evolution, and it does baffle me. I mean, if you were to tell me it was like ten percent of this country, I could get 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 with that. But like when I see that it's upwards of like forty percent, I really have trouble dealing with like my life at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough.
2: And y'all y'all should evolve your comic buying habits. And there's one easy way to do that, and that's go to Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you bastards can get your comics cheap, get them fast, and get them in perfect condition. Get this. This month's specials we got from Dark Horse, Criminal Macabre, Eyes of Frankenstein Trade. That's written by Steve Niles, drawn by the great Christopher Mitten, collects the four-issue miniseries, cover price $17.99 for four issues. Uh you, on the other hand, can get it for half that. Eight dollars and ninety nine cents. Yes, from Vertigo. It is the first collected edition of Caitlin Kitteridge and Inaki Miranda's Coffin Hill. Yeah. It's called uh, Forest of the Night. Collects the first seven that's seven issues of the acclaimed new series. Cover price a respectable nine ninety nine. Your price? Four dollars and ninety nine cents. That's l- Yes, less than a buck an issue. Where else are you gonna get it that cheap? And from Titan Books, it's Death Sentence hardcover, written by Monty Nero, art by Michael Dowling. What would you do with superpowers and six months to live? Hmm. You'd you find out if you read this uh this series. Maybe part of Force Moratory. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and
0: nice.
2: do not forget. They do not fret about late orders or late or order editions. And you can get that previews that nobody wants to pay $4.99 for, for a dollar, a dollar 12. And you get the Marvel previews free. Woo, dot DCBService.com. Go there. Right. Yes. Evolve. Kick it
3: up into Dude. the next genetic level. That's the Ranko Artist Edition. Definite buy. Uh, oh, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, yeah.
2: I had to pass on it though. Did you? yeah because I want those two Miyazaki books
4: yeah I'm passing on those oh um not. this is uh this is also the month to uh uh get the stray bullets compendium last month last month yes. brother oh okay yeah. but you can still order it now I'm sure yes yeah so, I'm sure dcBS will hook yet but yeah yeah yes. so so get on that order that that stray bullets compendium yeah. um I I'm heard from I, I heard from you. little bird duh, um that the last issue, uh, what, 41, is amazing. So. Cool. That alone is worth it. So, um, is everyone drinking tonight? Of course. Drinking
2: something, uh, yeah.
4: I'm just going to start skipping you, dude. Uh, I'm going to
2: dance my way
4: mm-hmm. into your heart. Uh Okay, lead us off so we can get to the good with stuff. With Pepsi. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm dancing my way into your heart with Diet Pepsi. Ugh. But It's
3: effervescent. Speaking of Pepsi, did you see that uh Coke took a ten percent stake in uh Green Mountain uh coffee today?
0: really oh, very cool. Hmm.
3: is that next to Green River? no mm
0: that's where my cake comes from.
3: yep how
4: about that? Oh, interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. My cure uh pooped out on me. I'm
4: pissed oh, I gotta say
3: i uh I don't get the Curie glove i mean i i, I find the coffee is so weak uh yes. It depends on the depends on the the kick cup you have. No, nah, yeah. I don't know, man. Even the strongest stuff to me tastes weak. It's not. I don't know. It's perfect. And, well, Keurig, I really don't get like someone like Dap who who loves star Starbucks and it's yeah. like you're, you're like because to me Starbucks. You know, I don't I don't drink coffee a lot, but I do think that like Starbucks coffee is so well done and strong. Like I couldn't see someone like you that loves coffee that much. Like how you could not find Keurig like to be totally off putting. But
2: it's awesome if you're the only one in the house who drinks coffee.
4: Uh, as
3: my wife is, which is why we have one. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, my voice is going, so I apologize. Well, send her what over. Are you, what are you drinking to, to loosen it up? Uh, a a, a cup. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, drinking, <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a Meritage uh, by uh, Coppola by uh, Francis Ford's uh, Vineyard. Ah, no, nice. oh,
4: okay. Yeah, is that,
3: his, is that his red
4: or
0: one of his reds?
3: Yeah, it's one of his reds. It's a it's a nice full bodied Meritage. It's good. Okay, nice.
0: Uh David, how about you? Uh, I'll continue the red love. I am. um Drinking an old favorite in an actual, thanks to Mr. and Mrs. Ellie Rabbit, an actual Menage à Trois glass, some Menage à Trois red.
3: Yes.
2: Wow, is there boobies
0: on the glass? There, um, No, no, it's the, it's, it's the, the, the two characters that are on the label. Oh. And nice. it says underneath Menage à Trois.
4: There you go. Uh, I'm having, uh, uh, one of my, one of my new old favorites, um, going back to the Knob Creek Rye.
3: Ah, slobbing the knob as usual. Most, <laughs>
4: mostly because I just left it under my desk. I find random bottles of alcohol around the house sometimes. That's, and in my like, car, you know, you never know what you're going to find in the yeah. glove box of your car. You know? <laughs> um, you know what I did discover this past week? What? How to piss off Every one of our listeners that is um, residing below the Mason Dixon line, whenever you make fun of them because they can't handle the fucking snow, <laughs> oh, Holy it's like a Yes, boom- I'm
2: gonna call you boomerang. You, you, you are a superior, foe of Spider Man, because you just keep coming back yeah, with these yeah, things.
4: Yeah, you know, you know what? We had six inches of snow last night. You know what I fucking did this morning? I went to fucking
3: work. Wow. <laughs>
4: Hey everybody, let's <laughs> talk comics.
2: You guys have some thank yous that you have to get going on?
3: I have some shout outs so you guys want you guys do the thank yous and then we'll do the shout outs. Did did we did we officially did, did I get
4: my thank you out to Dan Poor? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Oh yes, yes, yes. I didn't know if that awesome. was in the last episode or not. No. Okay, well thank you again Dan. It's I love the book. It's
0: fantastic. Go David. This is Go. First. I thought I, I thought you were going first. I don't have any. I thought you said you did. I didn't open it yet. Oh, for the love! Oh, okay. Um, I need to thank uh, Mr. Danny White, who sent me that awesome um, Green Lantern uh, piece a couple weeks ago. He um he sent me a copy of his very rare and, and, and independently made um small press mini comic um hawk. Horktopus, which is an octopus with a horse's head. Um and it's 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 uh 8 pages or so and it is it it looks great um and it's but he doesn't uh, have a lot of those either so no, you
2: consider yourself blessed. Yes.
0: Um and the cover is uh the title is is a sticker on top of the it, it's just it really is uniquely made and and everything inside is um I really like it. And he also threw in a couple of um of uh patches that I could um sew uh, on uh, my uh my 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 messenger bag. Or, or your your everyone. denim or my your denim, denim if if Dead. that fucker at Nathan's didn't steal my goddamn live after death denim then Jesus. Uh, yeah, I would I would still have that I'm so angry dude. Calm down. Um, this is okay. yeah, some things I just uh, When you're a Maiden fan, it just comes with the territory, that's just right? It's true. Um so yeah, but no, I I want to I want to thank her for that and and um it was it was so cool opening up the mail and and seeing that. And it's it's a short quick story, but um the amount of work he put in each panel on those pages, you just you you it's not going you're going to take a while to to uh, to take it all in. It just it it's a really solid um piece of original work and and I'm um I'm very happy he, he sent it to me and i was i'm glad i got to read it and i think um i i'm the week has been a blur and a mess and 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 i'm all over the place so if if um if i am forgetting someone or, or, or neglecting anything uh yeah. please let me know i'll just um i'll make up make it up to you to, to you next week but yes yeah, so and, and, and by the
4: by the way been thinking about you a lot hope everything is is okay on the home front right now
0: Thanks, Bud. Uh, we'll we'll know more Saturday, and we found out a couple of things. We may have uh pinpointed some things actually today. So um, I'll tell you guys about it later. Okay.
2: Right, good. Okay, and we can talk about that book next week because I'm kind of sort of betting that that I got
3: sweet. One. Right. I uh I don't think I did. So gotta be cute. Guess so. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> let's let's, let's focus cutaway. on some some. Cute. Cute.
2: Oh like a porcupine. I was say,
4: yeah. <laughs> I'm like a pet porcupine,
3: yes. Like a rash, maybe. Um Wow.
4: Huge,
3: <laughs> huge congratulations to uh our favorite giant, yes. Mr. Mike Norton. And who, uh, who, who just returned from Maui where he got Mauied, Mauied. uh to his longtime girlfriend. Very nice. Uh, so it's uh, great that they are uh, hitched. Uh, they seemed happy as could be in all the pictures that they shared. So much love to them. And then we, we <laughs> may which
4: speaking of we may have a um, a special episode next week uh broadcast uh live from the uh the newlyweds mansion.
2: Oh, that's oh, awesome. That's awesome. I, let's make that happen. Yeah, let's do it. I kind of shit on his honeymoon a, a little bit. What? Through the Twitter? Why why would you? Why? I when i alerted them to the fact of oh, Mr. stevens let's save that for yeah
3: well let's okay yeah. all right uh, and then uh a huge congratulations to uh two gentlemen who are uh both friends of the show uh john westoff and his lovely wife ah uh, yes uh, their baby uh i don't know if it was today but i found out about it today so huge congratulations to them all i the have best.
4: three friends have babies today three there you go. It was crazy. How does that I don't know. It was like bang, bang, bang. Three people that, um, are friends in varying degrees. One of them, quite honestly, I'm a little scared that he's procreating and not, it's not John. Uh, but yeah, three today.
3: Nice. Wow. And, and it's been a hot summer. Last but not least, uh, Mr. Donnie Salvo, uh, and his wife had uh, a son, uh, about a week ago. So congratulations to them that. as well. It's his first. So yeah, lots of baby making about nine months ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Donnie, turn around. See that life behind you? Never coming back, buddy. Well, you know, I don't know how old Donnie is, but I think he's, he's, he's older, like for, to have his first kid. And I, I definitely know that, uh, that he's wanted a son, like for ages and ages and ages. So yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's on cloud nine. So
2: props. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. On to the comics. The whole big world of, of comic books.
3: Go. Who? No I don't I don't care. Someone Dude, must would, talk you up. You would, you would think sometimes you're not the producer of the show. I don't really. <laughs> yeah. Well, I let me just I want to show I have not read this, but I am going to. But uh my, my eight year old son just finished it. It took him about a day and a half to read, he couldn't put it down. And that is uh Fortunately The Milk, which is a book, uh a book written by Neil Gaiman. Yes. Some of you may have heard of him with spot illustrations throughout the book by, uh, our friend Scotty Young. And, okay. uh, my son absolutely adored the book. He said it was awesome. He gave me like, um, I can always tell when my sons actually enjoy something because I ask them what, you know, what they thought or what it was about. And if they just sort of liked it, they're like, it was all right or it was good. And then and they walk away, but he gave me like a 15 minute play by play breakdown of the story. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually going to read it next because he, I mean, he read it so quickly. I can imagine I'm going to p- power through it. But uh yeah, I think I think they have a real winner on their hands. So
2: Well Scotty greased that wheels with his Oz stuff, right? Didn't you say your your son was? was oh yeah, they're into all Scotty big fans of
3: the Oz thing? stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I remember the night we um we found out about that.
2: Yes, that's right. We were there. How about that? Mm-hmm. So, Did
0: you guys get managed uh, manage to
2: get uh a copy of the Image Expo preview book?
0: No. No. No,
2: no. Ron loved it, a lot it, more than us, apparently. Uh, no, it, it, it was yes. in my box. It was in my DCBS box this, this month. And, uh, there's a bunch of things in here. There's, uh, Starlight by Mark Miller and Goran Parloff. There's, um, Shudder by Joe Keating and, uh, I think it's Lila Deluca, Duca? Del Duca, sorry. Lila Del Duca. Uh, Straight Bullets is in here mm. from Mr. D- David Lapham. Outcast. By Kirkman and Azaceta. a Azaceta. But, but I'll tell you, there's two books in here I'm really hot to get my hands on. Um, did you see any of the preview art from Jason Aaron's Southern Bastards? Of course. Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. Jason, Jason Latour. That's Latorre. Oh, my dog. Ho- yeah. Holy mackerel. I mean, I don't know what's going on because it's only, uh let's see. Uh In addition to the cover, it's only one, two, three, four, five, five pages. So yeah. you really can't. You just get a, a kind of a bird's eye view of to what's going on here. Well, but what is Tua, incredible.
4: Tour has been one of those guys for you know we're going almost probably almost on a decade now because uh, he did what expatriate? Did he do that with Winter Tua? Soldier? No, no, I'm, I'm going way back.
1: Mm.
4: With um, like almost a decade. Latour has been a guy that you know he's kind of an artist artist almost um it's all all the artists and comics know who jason is and he was part of the whole Kansas City scene for a while and was a guy that was always around and you got to know and everyone's like he's he is just this ridiculously talented guy both writer and artist and he's a guy that I've been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for and waiting for to explode onto the scene and I, this book I think is going to do that for him.
2: Oh man, there's a panel in here. I guess the one of one of the characters, I don't know if it's the main character, but one of the characters is recounting uh events uh, of his father's and his life. And I guess the father was a policeman. And there's a panel where the kid is looking through a screen door at his father who have, has just beat the shit out of a bunch of guys. Uh, it looks like that it happened in the forties, maybe late forties or early fifties with a baseball, a big chunk of wood. It looks like a, a busted up baseball bat all covered with blood. You gotta see this panel. It's, it's amazing. You can barely see the, the, uh, the, like the, the actual screen, uh, like the, the cross pattern of the screen and the kids looking through it and it's all shades of red and like bloody yellows and it's an amazing, amazing panel. Yeah. It's great. Really great panel. And Latour's not like drawing. The kids in shadow in the, in the foreground. The kids in shadow it's in the awesome foreground. Panel. It's, it's,
0: it's yeah. the, the, the eyes for image is available for those who didn't get it. In their box, you can actually get it from uh, Comicsology for free. So it's in it's in my library now. So I am flipping nice. through it as Vince is talking about it. Ooh,
2: yeah, Jason, what were you going to
3: say there? Blake? I was going to say Latour is not only killing it on the art chores, but he is also the new writer of Wolverine and the X Men, uh, with yes. with with art by Mr. Mahmoud Asrar. Yeah. Ma- you're, you're gonna
2: you're gonna hear his name again real soon. Uh, I'm going to uh, be
0: owning a fucking piece of that art, son. You can yeah, like I need that. it. I need it. Huh, huh, the um. And I, it's, it's been brought up a couple of times and, and I will get on it. I'd like to say I'll get on it maybe when, uh, Latour finishes writing the story, but apparently that miniseries that he wrote, um, a while ago, Loose Ends, um, people yes. it, have brought finish. that up. I don't know. I, the, the article I read doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't say anything about him going back to it. I, I'd like him to maybe, but, um, Especially with, with more work from him at, at image, maybe the, do the straight bullets route and, and he will conclude the story. But, uh, and it looks gorgeous. Um, but, uh, I know people have talked about loose ends and it's something that I would like to try.
2: They should tie up those
0: loose there ends. There you huh? go. How about that? But the second book. Yeah. Written by Rick
2: Remender. Art by Greg Tocchini, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's key, called low. Yeah. <laughs> it's called, it's called low. Holy crap. I mean, this no, splash I, page I is amazing. I don't want to mention this artist's name, but Tok- what would you say? Tokini?
4: Tokini? Tokini.
2: All right. Tokini is getting that same organicness that you see with James Jean. the The cover, if you looked at it really quick, even if you spent uh-huh, time yeah. studying it, it looks a lot like James Jean's approach um very organic colors and shapes and line and as david said the splash page i'm looking at the one the next in, one <laughs> in the bed
3: yeah. yeah awesome figure low looks I'm, ridiculous i agree
2: amazing figure drawing. Yeah. look at look at the way her hip is yep. is Shut it side. out that yeah. is beautiful yeah. beautiful and i'm thinking all right if we got some side boob why can't we get front boob why they got to cover it? that's a tease but you know what if they didn't cover it it wouldn't be as as enticing, that's, that's right? right? I love the figure drawing. What did he do, in this What did
4: he do with Remender? What was the uh,
2: last cri- last uh,
3: the crime book? It was the the, the, the one uh, from Radical, uh, which was actually yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. Um the, oh, it's the last days so of American crime. Uh, 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 last days of American crime, right? Right, yeah, right, which was good. Yeah, it was very great. Good, Yeah, he did and, Green uh, Lantern a, a while back. He um he um. And then he do like time he did like something with uh like a book about time travel as well um he's he's he's, he's crazy talented dude
2: oh he's stupid talented yeah. yeah and and uh stray bullets looks very disturbing mm-hmm. as well we got somebody in a trunk all dead
4: <laughs> junk yeah, in the trunk
2: is a, this is a good little book and even even the last uh preview outcast by kirkman and uh has has it yeah as I said, wow, beautiful art, beautiful. This is like a home run for Image. And, image is killing it, dude. Yeah. I I I seriously, I'm going to pick up like every book in this in this preview thing. Fuse looks great too. Anthony Johnson and Justin Greenwood oh, stuff. God, Anthony yeah.
4: Johnson's going do, he's done some nice stuff right now. Mhm. Yeah. He is such an under the radar writer sometimes.
2: I agree. And and they uh, Goran Parlov is going for uh. such He's going for such a Euro feel with this him. starlight. Look at the way I'm mean, out when you see it. They, they, they sign their names to the splash page and it's so freaking European. It's almost like it's in a little box on the lower left of the image and it, it looks like a combination of Alex Toth and, and Mobius. Just how they would sign it. It's just great stuff. Yes. So I am in, I'm freaking impressed with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it was free. You can't get cheaper than that.
3: <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen you. This said about a preview book in a long time.
2: Well, I, I, I did read something from my box today, and David read it too.
3: Thanks a lot. Buyer. Yeah, thanks a lot you. I,
0: you, you may have, you may have read it. Oh, I just found out about it like an hour ago, but but I, mm. you may, Who, you may have already read it. D- just
2: re- behind the curtain, peak, We don't consult each other on what we've read. Not oh, always, no. sometimes, which, but,
0: sometimes, but
2: which is really we weird. What, to. No. Ninety ninety percent of the time we don't. Right. Like I read something tonight that ties in really well with the thing I read with that David read and David said, Well I didn't I read didn't that. Well, said, I'm not gonna spoil it. Which is unusual so for Vince so it's it's just it's just a setup, but what I was gonna say is um and it, so this is the tag team. Um I think it's pretty safe to say that the fallout from Age of Ultron is much better than the actual big bada boom. Yeah. You guys agree? Uh,
4: you, you, I'm going to shut up.
2: No, because there's, yeah. there's two books currently that spin that Age of Ultron straw into absolute gold. Absolute gold, Jerry. The first one is written by Mark Wade, illustrated by Matteo Scalera, among mm-hmm. others. Yeah, Kim Jacinto, and our buddy Mahmoud Asrar.
0: For like. Three, four pages. I was so pissed. I, I had to tell him. I was like, "Bo, really? But, <laughs> well, I, I mean, they're great looking pages, but still. They're great pages, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I was like, don't tease um, me.
2: I'm talking about issues 11 to 15 of Incredible, no. in, sorry, Indestructible Hulk. Oh, and and for some reason it's called Smash Time, though they never explain the acronym.
0: And that that last cover. Yeah, with the watch. burns me a little bit because that watch is upside fucking down. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well,
2: he's Indian. Mukesh is in oh, India. Oh, okay. So, so
0: just, yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, <laughs> those Indians, they're all crazy. <laughs> uh, no, but the, uh, same covers, uh, like, he used to do a lot of stuff for Virgin Comics and, and like that work, his covers range from very good to holy crap, get out the velvet rope. Uh, issue 12, the one with the, the Hulk, uh, Bronco busting and the T-Rex yes and it has and it has feathers as all t rexes should have feathers uh but anyway let's let's talk about this david um you have the meddling Avengers doing nasty things to the time stream in age of Ultron, and concurrently you have those pesky mutants doing nasty things to the time stream in all new x men and so
0: and, well as far as what but there was someone else futzing around with the time stream over in superior Uh, spider-man
2: yes yes and you had someone else making nasty with the time stream in uncanny avengers yes Yes, yes yes
0: yes yes yes
2: so i mean let's just say the time stream is in a shambles time is all out of whack you you have these uh chronal like uh perturbations affecting earth stuff is disappearing everybody 's memories are becoming wonky. Banner remembers something and then he doesn 't remember it Then there, you know airports are disappearing. Somebody got to fix this right. Unfortunately, this shield agent Goddard, was his name I think uh, he proves that the average human body the physiology of the average human, cannot successfully uh, cope with the time stream because he gets fucked up in a major way. Uh, parts of his body uh resemble different ages in his existence like his leg is like a kid's leg yeah. and he's got an old man's leg and his face is all old on one side young on the other so he's messed up so who is going to save us? who's strong enough to tr- make nice with this time stream? go ahead say it indestructible Hulk the indestructible Hulk so uh, Banner doesn't think that's a very good idea Sending, sending the Hulk uh, aspect of his persona into the time stream because it's the Hulk. You know, he breaks things. What did he say? Uh, time is the china shop and Hulk <laughs> is the bull. Uh, but thankfully, somebody who has been incarcerated uh, in the S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, prison for a long time, a dude called Zarko the Tomorrow Man, <laughs> where did he first appear? That's an awesome name. Do you know where he first appeared? Journey into Mystery, number 86,
0: 1962.
2: Damn, a, go Wade. Yeah. Uh, he kind of prods him and says, you know what, there's a way to get around this. Let's take Banner's memories, mm-hmm. the last year of Banner's memories, and we'll stick them in a little servo robot. That's right. And he can fly around with Hulk, and it could be, you know, go on a little buddy trip, which is... David, does isn't it fitting that it keeps that running theme of the series going with the little servo robots? Like if that's how it started. Yes. Okay. So now you got the brain and the brawn, surfing the time stream, Hulk and Banner together again for the first time. Uh oh, guess what? They're not alone. They are pursued by a trio of cronarchs, these time hopping bad guys, and they want to take advantage of this chaos in the time stream to wreak havoc. Why? David, that's what they do. That's what what they do. But
0: the they're, they're, well, there's a no. Go, go ahead, because I'll, I'll end up blurting out. I'll, I'll get us to the end game, and, and you you're taking your time. There's, a,
2: there's no there's a reason why they, they want to mess with the time stream, and it's not just the time stream like at large. They're going to get personal, right? And they start they start messing with the Hulk, like his his events of his life. Uh, throughout the whole series, you get. Maestro Hulk, Mr. Fixit appears. You have the Smart Pantheon Hulk briefly. Uh even uh the ruler of Scar, Planet yeah. Hulk shows up. And another version that we're not going to tell you because it would spoil the shit out of it and so we won't go there. But it's it's just one of those really cool time-hopping stories. Uh Hulk and Banner go to 1873 <laughs> and meet they meet a trio of kids. Love it. Two Two-Gun Kid, Kid Colt, and Rawhide
4: Kid. Oh, of course they do.
2: And the banner's like, man, was everybody called Kid back (laughs) in the 1800s? Uh, They go to a little incident in 1962. Hulk throws down with Fin Fang Foom. Uh It's incredible. uh, They go to 6th century England, and they they chill a little while in Camelot and hook up. And and,
0: and, and, and that's another time where I had an issue as far as the art goes. Because all of a sudden... um, Merlin went from, uh, wearing, um, the sorting hat to the dunce cap in like a manner of, of a patron. Oh, hilarious.
3: Well, the sorting because hat.
2: Because it, it changed hands, didn't it? Yeah, the and art see, did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love Scalera,
2: but this is not black science.
0: No, it's not black it, science. It's not dead body road. It, no, it, no, no. It's very, it, it's cleaner, it looks more like mainstreamy. It's like,
2: yeah, he's like, I can help you out. I'll, I'll do, I'll do a couple issues. Uh, it's not bad by any means. It's, it's really good stuff, but it's not the M- Scalera that you've seen. It's more like his Wolverine stuff.
3: Right? Yeah, or his Secret Avengers stuff.
2: Yeah, but it, which is, which is say it's great. But, uh, I don't know, I'm thinking Mahmoud, brief as his stay was, I think he put oh, him off. he nailed it. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he really did. But, um, so the black knight shows up with the ebony blade that can cut through anything. Thank God. Uh, it's, it's just one of those stories that, all right, let's, let's do a smart little time hopping tale. We'll throw a bunch of well loved Marvel characters in here. Uh, you see the Hulk fighting the abomination on the moon. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Sandman shows up. It's just great fun stuff. And, in in Mark Wade fashion, it's smart too. Yeah.
0: There's a really neat twist. you not real sure how it's, it's going yeah. to, that, that, that was a little bit of a gut punch when, um, when they were back in, in 1962 and, um, and, and Banner's talking to someone and to a father and, and he's like, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't have, and I was just like, oh, because he's talking with you yeah. and, and pulling <laughs> shit out of the timeline and yeah. Yeah and that's
2: that's how the you would think like Banner's like fuck this I don't want nothing to do with this I'm not doing it the the way they get him to actually go on this mission is they said well you know what if they keep messing with the time uh Betty's not gonna there's a chance that Betty may never have happened mm-hmm. and he's like I'm there yeah. I'm doing it my Betty who can't stand me but I, <laughs> I want her back anyway she's all red um yeah I thought these issues were great and because I don't um read it in singles i get the the hardcovers did they ever make good on the uh last page the last page of where banner's like you know what i think i'm forgetting something there's a loose end here let's that... see yeah i mean i'm i'm sure wade will because you know this series is ending right
0: i did not but i'm not surprised
2: yeah it's they're um it's well he's going to keep, keep writing doing it. it's
0: just going to be a now book and, and they're going to
2: yeah it's going to be hulk uh, somebody shoots banner that's the big thing that's the first storyline who shot bruce banner which is would it be back in dallas uh which is kind of fun i guess you know but i don't Oh, expect...
0: okay no as of as of the current arc the humanity bomb arc which is awesome uh no they haven't gone back to that who drew last, but, um Humanity Bomb is uh, being drawn by um, uh, Clayman. Clayman, yeah, nice. Yeah, it, it, it's a good looking book.
2: It always is. That's one thing you can say about Indestructible from the get go. It's been a really pretty book.
0: And the only and 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 just like Age of Ultron Fallout and, and how Indestructible whole kind of um, made something decent out of cow patty the uh, the. The, um, humanity bomb ties into inhumanity and, and, um, Banner's team <laughs> has to, uh, uh, handle some, some, uh, pterogen issues ah. and stuff. And, and there's ah. an awesome, um, there is a, a awesome scene where, um, where I, th- I, I read the issue and basically it was, If you need, if you need the textbook definition of why Tony Stark is a dick, you can read Humanity Bomb. Because instead of, because he Banner's like, listen, I I figured this out. I know how to fix this problem. And instead of hearing him through, whereas Hank McCoy is ready to listen to him, Tony Stark is like. Well, you're the Hulk, you're gonna fuck shit up, so let me come in and make sure. And it's like, dude, if you just gave Banner the space, he wouldn't have Hulked out, shit wouldn't have gotten real. And, and it's just, and, and so instead of actually sucking it up, swallowing his pride, and, and giving Banner the benefit of the doubt that maybe he knows what he's doing, Tony just made uh, uh, a not so bad situation, so much worse, and it, it's a pretty cool storyline. And it and it, it makes me actually, um, it, it it's an inhumanity tie in that uh, that is is better than the actual inhumanity title,
2: right? Well, you, we're currently eating the omelet uh, from all those broken eggs of um, Age of uh, Ultron because. One of the best looking and most curvaceous busted eggs, Angela, is showing up in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. And origi- if you do a little search on our forum, where's our forum, David? com slash forum. Right. When they originally announced that Gaiman was bringing, uh, his character, <laughs> Angela, into Guardians of the Galaxy and that he was going to write it, I was like, oh, it's an affront to the great Todd McFarlane. I will not, this <laughs> oh, not stand. <laughs> She got Jesus. ill. And no, I, did, I was not happy. But you know what? She works. Bendis is working her awesome in Guardians of the Galaxy. And so there's the, the tie-in from, from Age of Ultron. But this Guardians of the Galaxy, which was issue 11, 11.now, written by Bendis, illustrated by Sarah Pacelli. Oh, my God. Her Gamora is basically naked, mm. but so so damn sexy. Anyway, th- it's also... And Infinity Fallout because uh, the uh, Thanos is, is nobody knows where Thanos is, right? So uh, the was its name King Jason of Spartax, which is Peter Quill's father, makes this proclamation: No alien intervention on Earth. Done. We're just hands off. Don't go to Earth. Look what happened with uh, with Thanos, and it's an Avengers world, and you're not touching it. Don't worry, it's protected. Blah blah blah. Don't go to Earth. So uh, Gladiator uh, says, wait a minute, uh, let's put that on hold for a little while because, you know, I got a problem. And he says the, the mutants recently pulled Jean Grey out of the past into the present. And I want her held accountable for all of the billions of lives she destroyed as uh wielding the phoenix force and jason's like what are you talking about this is th- that's a kid she didn't she didn't do those crimes and uh kellark uh, gladiator who obviously caught the idiot ball this time around says no Jean gray phoenix trial like, he's gonna do it, whether he has the approval of this council, and the bedooner there, and the Brood, and like, the, you know, everybody within, in this little tribunal they set up, or whatever. And, uh, he's like, no, I, I'm going after Jean Grey. This, this girl's gonna pay. It's like, seriously, that, and they, and a lot of them don't even agree with him. They're like, you can't, this is not right. It's, it's a young girl. She didn't even do this stuff. It's she, that was Jean Grey as an adult, and he's like, no, we're doing it. And, uh, so, Rocket Raccoon set up, um, he's wiretapping the Badoons. And he sets up this, like, galactic Google alert that whenever the Badoon talk about Earth, he's gonna know about it. He gets a little message and say, yo, Badoon talking about Earth. And he hears the hubbub that, um, the, the Shyar are coming to, uh, Earth and they want Jean Gray. He's like, what are we gonna do? And, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but they, they do something, and I didn't spoil the beginning of it, David, because something happens that re- required There's a surprise. I didn't spoil it, that either. But I'm loving this Guardians. I was very skeptical with Bendis coming on. No, just just like all new X Men, he's nailing it. And
0: the uh, the issue of all new X Men that that leads into the um into the cross. I have you know, if if it if it stops this. If it stops Jean Grey from actually really? reading other people's minds, then, then yeah, yeah, take her away. I, I, I am so over her not listening to Kitty Pride or her teammate. And you, you just love Kitty. I do oh. love Kitty. Yeah. Well, uh, Jews Unite, but it's, it's, it's a, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I, the issue where we all get to see, um, we we see hank in the lab and there was a really cool chalkboard with with different timelines and what's been going on and and different ex characters over the years um bobby is is outside in the snow um everybody's doing something and everybody has their code name and still in this even now when she shows up in the cafeteria to sit next to angel and cyclops it's jean grey everybody's a goddamn code name is still jean grey i'm like I, but
2: i i got i got to say it's much more interesting reading young, fallible, um, innocent Gene Grey than it is reading old, oh, I agree. Bust, busted, yeah. killing millions of billions of people, Gene Grey. I agree with that. I, I find the, the younger version much more, uh, interesting than, you know, what she later becomes. But anyway, this is exciting. It's going to cross over with all new experts. Yeah. Two, two great books written by the same dude. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just, I'm excited.
0: And this way he gets to, to, to tell this story of these two different books. And it, and it makes sense, you know, the trial of Jean Grey and, and, you know, and yes, Dark Phoenix did damage. So, you know, if, if history repeats itself, then they're, they're just trying to prevent that from happening and you can have the whole, um, moral left. Ethic laws and things like that, but it, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's ridiculous. You can't try someone for crime. Right. Committed. Exactly.
0: And, and But it's, it's neat that, that Bendis can tell this story with the X-Men using his X-Men. And it doesn't, it, it's not an X-Men crossover. So Jason Aaron or, or Wood or nobody else has to get involved in, in this little right. story. Right.
2: It's just, it just brilliant, bringing the original X-Men into the current continuity. That was brilliant. This All the stories they, they could tell with that, it's just it's endless. Look what they did. Just one character, Jean Grey. They, Let's jump over. And the stuff they're doing with, with Slim, with, you know, I'm a dick now. <laughs> Man, that's just great. That's great storytelling. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm loving it. So there. There you go. There you go. Let's pass the baton to someone else. Who wants to pick it up? Come on, it's a relay race. You guys are holding us. Come on! You guys read Undertale? I did, but we can't talk about it. <laughs> when can we talk about it? We can't. When can we talk? Because it's oh, we, we
0: can't till, uh, talk about uh, it next week. You guys are, are hilarious. Right after. Yeah, I know, right? I thought it was amazing. When
4: it when it comes out, buy it.
0: Yeah, for Definitely. real.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah, and then we'll talk about it in depth.
2: Well, we can talk about some of the art, which is astounding. <laughs>
4: Well, you know, it, what it reminds me of from a coloring standpoint, and I'm not going to get into the story and all that, but, um, I got a, from coloring, a major Ricchetto vibe. I think yeah, it's better. Yeah, no I could see that.
2: I think the color's better. I love that book when it came out. Oh, it's, it's great. It's, I mean, it's not going to get un over the years, yeah. but I, I think this, uh, guy takes huge risks, does some really, um, left field stuff yeah. with color and it, and it all and works. It works. Yeah. It, it all works. Yep. Yeah.
4: I, that, that's what impressed me. I mean, you know, I love the art, um, story. Very interesting that the coloring in it was some really bold, bold choices. And you get that right from the cover. It's, it, it it's not, uh, it's not your mother's coloring. So no, yeah.
2: uh, you, you, you can just reach through the page and, and massage my heart. When you slap down a lime green, Next to like this really hot, hot, bloody orange. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah. dude, I love you. Yeah. You're you're like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It, no, and you don't see a lot of uh, Jordy Belair does it sometimes. She'll 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 go into that. T- I mean, there's not a whole lot of guys that really say, you know what? My color wheel tells me I'm doing something wrong, but I'm gonna do it anyway because it looks good in my eyes, mm-hmm. and it'll, and it'll look good to your yep. eyes too. Yeah, yep. love it.
4: Yep. Take those risks. Yep what it's all about. So I love that. So get, grab that when it comes out.
2: Yep. Do it. Mm-hmm. Jason, why are you so quiet, buddy? You throw up on the Yeah, brother.
3: Munch? No, I mean it yeah, just losing my voice, that's all. Uh but um also a word of uh for those that are more trade trade readers, uh I love that Marvel's putting the uh the X Men Guardians, trilogy, Jean Gray in one in one hardcover. Nice. Ordered it. Yep. 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 So uh, that's that'd be nice. Although I don't know my anal retentive side's so not gonna know whether I should Make it the, put it with the X Men, uh, hardcovers or the Guardians yeah. hardcovers. But
2: I, it's a hard call. But <laughs> you, you, no, it is. it is. What do you do? Nerd.
3: What do you do? Uh, I don't know. Did
2: you know uh, from this new batch that I got? They dropped that cardstock um, digital download page. Now it's a little sticker, and you peel the <laughs> sticker off, and the codes underneath it. Mm-hmm. So so all the interior pages are the same. They don't have to put that. Heavier right. page stock, which was annoying to begin with because it'd be all flapping as you're reading it and it's because it's thicker than everything else. Yeah. yeah, yeah I love these hardcovers. So, I, I, I couldn't get the AR
3: to work. I, I've never tried AR in my life.
2: There's, there's a couple really cool pages in the, the Hulk, uh, hardcover that have the AR tagged and I'm there with the phone and I'm trying to get it and it, just, I just could not get any of them to work. Well, let me know
0: which ones and I'll, um, I'll see if they work on the, uh, on
2: the tablet. Cool. I mean, because twenty four ninety nine list price for uh five issues, eh, that's a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, af- after discount, it's more manageable, especially with all the AR stuff that I think adds tremendous value to the book. Tremendous. Uh,
3: agreed. Yes, agree.
2: Yes, they can list them on a web page and say, okay, if you're reading this book, click all these and you'll get some extra content. But it's kind of cool yeah. to go along with the book and tag that shit. It's fun
3: tagging it like that as
0: i between that it like and, the, um, and the uh, the uh the 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 digital unlimited I mean they it's it's not they they are thinking beyond the um ah, the physical I see page what you so did there i see what you did what a, they are ah, ah. i'm clever so yeah no um you are
4: <laughs> next there, well there's one thing i wanted to to talk with you guys about the um and it's least do. Um, it's more of a business thing, and so I, I really want to get Jason's uh, input. the uh, The Bergen Street Comics, um, oh, decision.
0: Yeah. yes, yes, uh,
4: they have, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, they have decided to not stock, apparently, the majority of of Marvel and DC comics on At their one of their
0: locations.
4: Well, yeah, at the, uh, Park Slope location. Right. So it's, um, it's in Brooklyn. Um, but, and, and once again, correct me if I'm wrong. They're, they're basically saying, you know, our, our business is not centered around Marvel and DC and the big two. And so we're not going to, we're not going to stock. The majority of their titles. If our customers want to special order them, then we will we will bring them in for them on a on a case by case. It's basically relegating them to the to the status that most indie titles have uh, been mired in for the majority of the time that that we've been reading comics. Um, what do you guys right. What do you guys think of? you know, that 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 store in particular, and the possibility that this might be the beginning of of something that we may see on a small scale at first in the in the comic industry,
0: well, the store uh, itself is
3: awesome, yeah, we've all been there we've all been there Tom and Amy obviously run a great store um I think that uh it's I don't um. I guess I don't even view it as news really in the sense that, I mean, I think it's news because we all know Bergen Street. We know them like to be really engaging and, and thoughtful, uh, LCS owners. But I mean, they've kind of cultivated that from Jump Street. I mean, again, I think stores take on, uh, the flavor of their, of their ownership and workers. And, you know, it's fair to say that, that Tom and Amy and their, and their, uh, other partner have been, let's say very pro independent and, uh, and, uh, relatively, uh, non-big two from the start, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I, yeah, you I know, mean, we just talked it's, about it's, Michael Fife's Copra. I mean, they, they helped, you know, they're the ones that put out the compendiums to, to give people more, you know, more glimpse of that. So, I mean, I think this is a unique situation. I, I think most LCS owners couldn't survive doing that, but these guys have cultivated, uh, you know, a, a, a customer base over, you know, five, six years that, that, that allows them to do that. And I think any store owner should, should, should maximize their inventory to fit their customer needs. And, sure. uh, I, I don't think this is a, a major trend. Uh, again, they're, they're not the first store that, that, uh, that primarily, uh, deals in, in, in indie books. I mean, you know, J- James Symes Isotope is, you know, a huge, you know, the majority of its inventory oh, is yeah. Yeah. Is indie yeah. stuff. But so but they,
4: they still carry big, t- the, you know, I've yeah. got an example right here in Chicago, but it's been doing it for so long that, you know, nobody, you know, pays much notice to it and that's quimby's
3: yeah quimby's exactly
4: yeah the great quimby's, yes. and quimby's is an amazing store it's it's an amazing bookstore and comic store but you know you're you're hard pressed as close the closest they'll get to big two stuff is is vertigo and yeah. and that's not that's a very very small amount of what they carry and so you know knowing quimby's and having gone in there a lot this this is not a shocking story to me that it's a, a New York store, you know, a Brooklyn store, I think is what caught people's attention a little bit more. Um, I, I just, I think that personally, it's interesting because it's at a time where, I mean, things are changing so radically because of, of digital comics and, and the internet that, I think that we're seeing probably for the first time since the, since the mid eighties, that independent comics or non big two comics have a a real puncher's chance to, 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 rise and and be at that same level sales wise, and so for a store to say, Yeah, we're gonna basically carry independent comics because that's what our our customer base is is after that's what they want. I think is interesting, I think that's why it 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 kind of you know raised a flag for people to um, to kind of focus on,
2: yeah, well, you know what obviously he's crunched the numbers, I mean, if he saw every bag go out the door with an uncanny X-Men or a Batman in it he would be like yeah let's get well, rid of the big two no he's not going to well, do I, that well i
4: think more of that is and you hear it from from retailers a lot is you know they have to they have to carry so much stock just to keep up with what might sell and with the constant the constant rush of this event followed by that event followed by right. you know this tie in to that that I remember, uh, I remember the guys at Challengers whenever, uh, you know, DC was doing the, God, what was it? Um, uh, what the countdown or something like that? You know, they, they, it's like they had to carry so much stock on the, the, the chance that it was going to sell. And, you know, they end up, they end up holding the, the bag on a lot of stuff. You know, it's, you know, Batman is going to sell, but, you know, Secret Six. Not so much, you know, at a time. So I think that's kind of the game is is you know how much of of the stock do we do we carry, and you know that's why those that's why those companies make so many titles is for shelf space. And I
2: right, that's where I was going with that. I I was what it's going going to amount to is. The, uh, massive amount of books that these guys have to order to get their, their silly variant covers or their, you know, uh, the desirables that only a few people can afford. Yet they'll have like 30 or 40 books just warm the shelves because nobody really wants them. They ordered them to get those fancy covers. That space is going to be, uh, shifted to indie books that weren't pre-ordered. Because it, it, it's, it's in direct contrast to the way comic stores usually work. They, they spend a lot of money on Marvel and DC. And if you pre-ordered an indie book, you'll get it, possibly, but they don't just blindly order 10 copies of an indie book just to put it on the shelf because they don't have the resources to do that. Whereas at Bergen Street, that space that, that the money that's left over after they, they do all their orders and stuff that's going to be pushed into indie books you're going to see indie books on the shelf impulse buys is where i'm going you're going to be able to go on there and say oh i heard about that i'll get it whereas if you're at a, a traditional comic book store where they focus on marvel and dc do you have this no we didn't order that why would we order that it doesn't have a, a dc or a marvel on the cover of it you know and that's the problem with i mean much respect to 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 the uh the owners for doing this because it's going to bring a lot more exposure to books that normally wouldn't be seen because you're not going to flip through the previews and and order something blindly if there's no preview art or cover art for it you
3: know and some people don't publishers don't have the money
2: right to do a mass although
3: again I mean we've been there right I mean that's that's their store anyway I mean that like when you walk into their store there's almost no I mean there's some there there used to be some, like a center aisle with trades that we're big too, but for the most part, the books on the shelves are, are independent books. So, I mean, that's just, they, they cultivate that audience and I think it's great, but
2: yeah, uh, they're not playing the game and more respect to them for, for not
3: doing it. Yeah. But I, but I think, you know, Jason's probably, I mean,
4: it's an outlier. It's not, it's not an indication of where the industry is going to, you know, suddenly take, you know, a left turn, but I, I still think it's, it's interesting that, uh, you know the, how much attention it garnered because I think that yeah. there's a lot of people that are waiting for and and hoping for that left turn, and you know I don't know if it'll ever happen. You know the big no. the big two's the big two for a reason, but I think the gap is closing significantly. Yeah, I think the big two will always be driving the bus.
2: Always, mm. they're 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 the, they're the publishers on which the entire direct market has been built. And oh, yeah, it, you
4: you just said it. Yeah, that direct market uh-huh. owes every owes everything to the, yeah, the big two. There's team. Uh, and and I know that digital is still very small in comparison and and very very slowly creeping up, um, but the direct market won't be the direct market forever. It's true. Uh, the, I mean the 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 the, the art form. Will outlast the
2: market. Oh, sure. So. That dude that was bitching about the, uh, the, uh, Powerpuff Girls cover be, being too sexy and, oh, and God. we're, we're losing young readers. No, we're not. Well, shut, no, that, that, up. that was his, that was his argument. But what, shut what he failed to mention, what, what he failed to mention was that he will not have that comic book store forever. Pa- paper, I mean, it'll never go away, but there's going to be a point where the the actual physical comic book stores, the the number of them, is going to dwindle down to a mere handful. Yeah, you never, you never know. It's it's yeah. Let's talk to some uh, record shop owners. It's the same damn thing. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's
2: you know. There were there were tons and tons of record shops in our area. Mm -hmm. CD CD shops. Every mall had two. uh, You know the mom and pop ones. They're almost all gone. There's one. We have a not 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 talking Best Buy, but you know.
4: Yeah, well, even Best Buy has has their problems. But you know, we still have the we still have a few record stores in Chicago that are good. But yeah, yeah, it's not the disco round on like every other corner. You know, like you know,
2: you'll never have that again. Mm. The digital is just chewing everything up. It's just the way it is. Get used mm-hmm. to it. That's, that's that's how it be. Yeah.
4: So, but anyway, I thought I thought it was interesting. It was a an actual news item that was that was I think uh worthy of some conversation.
2: Yeah. You know you know what else is worthy of conversation? What? Jason told me on the QT because he loves me and talks to me a lot more than all you put together. <laughs> wow. Uh, that uh, he read Mike Norton and Tim Seely's revival. Oh, oh nice. True. This is yeah, the second yeah, time yeah.
4: I've, I've talked to someone that just read Revive. Someone at my curling club actually read it this week and came up to me, and I was like,
3: that dude's my neighbor.
4: Like,
3: really? <laughs> yeah. And he loves me. It's <laughs> yes. this awesome uh, new book by Stephen King? Yes. Ah. It's, uh,
2: it's great. That, <laughs> That's funny. That's what I, I alluded to before when I said I, I inadvertently pooped on a little bit of um, Mike's honeymoon because I tweeted Tim and Mike. The fact that Stephen King's next book, who uh, – now, Stephen King is the name immediately identified with horror. His next book is called Revival. Oh, are you
4: shitting
1: me?
2: No. 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 So, like, what do you do? What do you do when you're two independent comic book creators and so, uh, the uh, – Sue. So, no. Cease, cease and desist. Just, no, really? What do you do when the, when this, when the self-proclaimed master of modern horror
4: decides to call his next book revival? Hope that 2% of the Stephen King fans out there buy exactly your confuse say, your book.
3: Yes, that's I, yeah, that's
2: what I, right. That's what I said to Jason. I said, this could be like lemonade yeah. for the guys.
3: But, and I don't think either one of them was very pleased. Well, what's, hilar- what's hilariously tragic about the whole thing is that, uh, one of the endorsements by, uh, Mr. Fred Van Lente on the back of the second trade is, Reminds me of early Stephen King in the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and Stephen King's like, uh, fuck that. My next book's going to be called Revival. He yeah. didn't talk like that though.
3: So Revival Media Shit by, by Image <laughs> Comics. <laughs> uh, Vince has praised it glowingly. It, it won a, at least one eleven 11 o'clock for you. I think best horror title. Uh, three. There you go. It won three, three 11 o'clock for
2: me. didn't win my best horror title though. That went to cross. Oh, okay. That's
3: right. Yeah. Um it's uh it's it's actually called uh a Rural Auroral Noir is how they the self how they dub it. Um so I don't even know if they would consider it a horror title. Um it's written by Tim, drawn by Mike, co created by them both. I think they both have a hand in the plotting. Um the first two trades, that's how I read it, uh are collect the first eleven issues. I don't have no idea where we are in the book beyond that. Um do you, do you know how many issues have been out, Vince?
2: I think, uh, 15, 16, okay. no, 17, I think. It, yeah, that,
3: that makes sense. Cause I, I just ordered, I think last month, the, uh, the third trade. So that makes sense. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean the premise, which I think we've talked about on the show before is, uh, there's a small town in Wisconsin and, uh, all of a sudden the dead come back to life. And, uh, for the most part, they're not exombified. They're just back to themselves. Um, and so this obviously incites a lot of, uh, curiosity and, uh, you know, ranging from religious fanaticism to, um, the CDC to, uh, you know, media. Black market. Yeah, black market to the media. And, uh, they all, all these forces sort of descend on this town all while, um, we're getting glimpses, uh, of the phenomena that's driving these, uh, revivers, as they call them. And, um, and we're learning more and more about them, uh, in terms of their limitations. Are they immortal now are they you know are they dangerous you know are they demonic um, and, and the the thing I will say about the book that I think is most impressive um, uh, is is the that they're playing the long game here you know this is not this is not a uh, you know monster of the week or or, or writing for the trade type of, of situation here you know T- Tim and Mike are, are are giving you a tremendous amount of different characters. A lot of different plot points and, and they're taking their time in, in, you know, layering them all together for, for a long-term payout. You know, th- there are more unanswered questions than answered questions 11 issues in. And that's a dangerous way to write a book because, because that could be very, very off-putting for some if you don't execute it well. But they've done such a nice job of making the characters and the circumstances interesting in and of themselves that it's working. Um, yeah. and, Really, really well. Yeah, and that's very, and I do think that's a very difficult thing for the, for that to pull off. Um, particularly in, in today's ADD world that we live in. So, um. It's not very different than Saga, though. No, it's not. Or East of West. Yeah. But I'm saying, I mean, these are all books, perhaps not, not, un, not uncoincidentally all, all books that I enjoy, but, but I don't know that that's something that is, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're t- tutoring someone as to how to, how to write a hit comic book these days, I don't know if that would be, Right. High on the list of, of the best ways to do it. Uh, again, I think the only people that can do that are people that are, uh, masters of the craft. You know, that are mature in their ability to craft a story. And, uh, and, and these guys obviously are. They've been out a long time.
2: Yeah. As a reader though, that inspires confidence. Ab- in absolutely. Me. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, these guys aren't playing around. When I, when I encounter storylines like this, the pasting that, uh, Mike and Tim have, uh, um employed in the series i get very confident that these guys are investing everything in the story
4: well i I think this is the book that they've been wanting to do together for a really long time and it's you know it's obviously close to tim because it's it's his hometown
2: i would love to live there (laughs) if this if this stuff goes on i would
4: i would love to live there. have you ever been to wisconsin uh, they have fine cheese, I heard. She, yeah, I mean, it, it really is like uh, um, international waters there. Pretty much anything goes. It's it's um, fireworks, cheese, beer, sausage. It's it's an amazing state. It's a little <laughs> crazy. Uh, I'm 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 gonna gonna admit it's a little. I I love going to Wisconsin. I always kiss the ground whenever I get back, though. Huh. Yeah.
3: So uh, the, you know, the book is. Um, it, these survivors come back and, and I guess if there is a protagonist, it's, uh, uh, it's Daytona Cypress, who is a, uh, a local, uh, sheriff's officer. Her dad is the sheriff. Um, and I didn't, I, I didn't read much of, uh, full disclosure. I, I didn't read much of, uh, of, uh, Tim's, um, uh, Tim's book, uh, the name just came hack slash. Yeah. I, I didn't read much hackslash, So, so I, I don't i i'm just in, i'm I'm intuiting this based on what i've gotten from this book, but he's very good at writing strong complicated female characters um because I know that case you know cassie was the the lead in in uh, Hackslash, but but Dana is a complicated person you know she's not uh she's she's not without her flaws she's a she was a teenage mom she's a good mom it seems but uh she's got a you know she's got a baby daddy they don't have a good relationship or at least they they don't have a you know they're they're no longer together she's um Got daddy issues, uh, uh-huh. sometimes drinks too much, prone to the one night stand.
2: Yeah, she's not afraid to get dirty. Yeah, that's yeah, why I she's, like her. She's,
3: yeah. she's definitely not, you know, a perfect person, but I think certainly good at heart. Uh, her sister, uh, M, is, um, is a reviver, um, and, and a pretty hot one at that. Uh, and, and, one of the subplots here, although. Spoilers. Gonna, well, they, <laughs> well, I don't think all oh, that you find that out what in the first few pages, but. Um, one of the subplots is is the who done it of who killed her, how she died, uh, and I will say I think they're telegraphing that a bit. Maybe I'm going to end up being wrong in saying that, but it, it seems like they're being fairly obvious with who who ultimately was involved there. Um, there's a uh, his name escapes me, but there's a um um uh, a Muslim guy from the CDC that uh, is, is drawn very much like uh, to look like um uh the dude from Lost. Exactly. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, wow. Oh. Sawyer, Jack.
2: No, no, the no. Fella from Lost. Oh,
0: oh, oh, Saeed. Saeed. Said. Yeah,
2: yeah. How can we not get that?
3: Yeah, Saeed. Um, and, uh, but there's great. you know, there's a, there's a, a Vietnamese girl who sort of breaks the story. She's a, a budding journalist, a collegiate journalist, and she breaks the story inadvertently. Um, there's a, there's a, um, uh, incestuous, uh, <laughs> stepbrother and sister. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. When, yes, and and one of the awesome. crazy things is 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 so far, I mean, the uh the most disturbed and and violent people in the book are are, are like old people or like senior citizens. Like, you know? oh, it's awesome. I I love the 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 hip, you
4: have to love the rap and hip hop the uh, little drops in there. Definitely. The guy, the, yeah, the guy on the treadmill. Um, I can't remember his name, but. Uh,
3: working out to the to the uh hardcore white gangster route absolutely yeah. um and like i said i mean I, I i think this is i don't know if they have a finite plan here for this um i'm sure they do but but clearly they're uh you know they're they're crafting a lot of things where you're sitting there thinking yourself like i wonder who what happened here who you know what's gonna who did this and and what's their connection to all this and uh and we're really in the early innings there i mean we don't we still don't know much eleven issues in as to the 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 hows of the whys of what happened and is it contagious and what's it really mean and and you know what's the connection we're, we're getting some inklings that there's some connection to their spirits and you know their spirits can be destroyed or released in their own right but but it's uh it's a very complex story and it's one that's that's very engaging and I have to again give them a lot of credit for uh for pulling this off um it's 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 definitely something that uh Defies easy explanation. I don't think it can be, I mean, again, I know they call it a, a noir, but I don't know that it's fair to characterize it in, into one bucket. I don't think it's, it would be unfair just to call it a horror book. It would be unfair to call it a noir book. I think it's, it's, it's many, many things. It's sort of them just telling a story. And I think the, uh, the thematic aspects are kind of, um, almost a byproduct of, of the, of, of their whims at the time that they're putting out a certain issue. You know, I don't think that's necessarily yeah. what it's about. So.
2: Lester's my favorite.
3: He's a player, dude. He's like Jack Lillane.
2: Yeah. You know? He's spry for his age. Down with the hip hop. He is. Does the treadmill. He he gets it once yeah, in a while, I you know. can tell. Yeah, Lester. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It. Uh,
2: they're doing good things, but you mentioned Hack Slash. That was, from the get-go, very tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it just basically Tim's love letter to, to horror and uh, exploitation movies, which is, hey. <laughs> you know count me in mm-hmm. but uh i think with this book he's put that that uh not to turn anyone away but serious writer hat on okay. where um he's he's actually crafting i'm um, not, not that hack slash wasn't um quote written but it was it was there was a different starting point with with hack slash there's a different different goal in mind whereas this is just to explore these characters whereas hack slash was to you know, God, I love horror movies and slasher films and 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 splatter stuff. Well, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. But this is this is a cut above, I think, everything he's ever done.
3: Nice. Well, and again, I um, I, the the uh, the occultist is. uh I mean, they're doing that book too together right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious to see how that compares to this one.
2: I think that trade was solicited last month. Yeah, it right? is. I've been buying
3: issues, so I'm just going to wait until I get up. oh. But so, but well, just for the
2: record. Um, Stephen King's revival. Uh, it says here, uh, it's a spectacularly dark and riveting novel about addiction, religion, fanaticism, and what might exist on the other side of life. Damn you, Stephen King! <laughs> it's in a small New England town. There's a big show. Oh no, no, not a small New England town. Not a Stephen King book. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure something good will come of this. I hope.
4: I hope. Yeah, revival would be an awesome TV show.
2: Exactly.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, what it's tailor I... made for for
2: that kind of stuff. I could see it sooner than that. Pretty Little Liars crap. Did I? Uh, <laughs> yo. Sorry, son. Sorry, Jay. What
4: what's what show were you talking about? Pretty Little Liars. You better watch yourself. Uh, pretty boring. liars. Uh, They're hot, the damn damn that, so I hot. hot. I heard. I heard. I heard. DMZ um, was. Getting some TV show.
2: Oh, really? Cool. Yeah.
4: Uh, From a uh,
2: um, pay channel or or cable.
4: Um,
2: like a like an
4: HBO or a, or a Showtime. Um, I'm not sure. I had to, I got a I got a look. It was on CBR. Oh. I was looking for the Bergen Street Comics story, mm-hmm. but uh, I saw that DMZ was getting um, sniffed around for some TV TV love.
2: I don't know how that ended. I didn't stick with it to the I end. I did not either.
4: Jason.
3: I, I loved it. Time? Yeah, I talked about the end, so you can go back to the oh. episode. There you go. Wow. a <laughs> boy. Uh, wow. Even
2: with sore throat, he's butthurt.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not butthurt. I just spent uh, probably a half hour on the episode re- recapping uh, the end of it and how much I thought it was fantastic, the whole series, but. Yeah, I'll go listen to that. Yeah, I do that. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
0: I know Jason's throat's been bothering me because I haven't heard from him on Twitter much this week.
3: Yeah, well, you know what? It's because I've been home, dude. We've had two snow days and, I know. and, and now a uh, half day and then the kids have another half
0: day tomorrow. So it's, I'm, I'm, hope with we your have, snow days. I'm hoping we have a delayed opening tomorrow just because I'm okay. not, I'm not looking forward to, uh, driving on, on that mess tomorrow morning. We've no, had, we've had over
4: 50 inches of snow this season. We've
0: had, they, they said today that generally on average, uh, by this time, or maybe it is all winter long but Central Park is about 25 inches and as of today I think they were over like 36 37 inches yeah. for the yeah, almost,
3: on average for the for the whole winter it's 25 yeah it's it's it's're already yeah. way past the, the, it's, not, it's
4: not it's nice we had 30 over 33 inches in the month of January yeah, it's it's, the same.
3: this it's this like winter it's
2: like uh meteorological dick
0: measuring well, wow.
3: one of them yeah it is our one one <laughs> winter could have up Europe. to up to 30 inches this weekend which is really no scary. no no they, they, they uh,
0: I think they uh they they, they okay. that. that was oh, that was one. there were there were three models the european model which is the one that predicted sandy's course and is the i love love how we've gone down the weather road here um yeah. we yeah. Uh, the, the um, european, european model uh predicted sandy's course and has been the most accurate this season they're saying about a foot for us for the northeast
3: oh, still that's ridiculous
0: it is right. it I is
4: had, I had that, a Monty python moment there for a I second. think
0: I think the north american model which was the best
4: they european or, or african yeah.
2: But, uh, i don't the, the, i don't care how much we get i just tired of, i'm tired like, of slowing this shit that, yeah that,
4: that, that to, today was the day driving it was it was wild because i had like a two-hour commute in which is usually like an hour and on the radio you could just tell people were done it was yeah. like hey, yeah winner you won i give up i'm done i'm done with you go home you're drunk yeah,
2: I was like manhandling the snowblower. I'm like, God damn snow, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what am I? Like 80s? Yeah,
4: no, <laughs> I know. We're finally done with it. Were you yep. done? Honey? Are you done with winter?
1: I was just tired of you always saying, "I'm done with you. Go home."
3: Go home. You're drunk.
1: Yeah, I hear that all the
3: time. Yeah. Wow, a rare, <laughs> a rare significant other cameo <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, Look stop.
4: at that's, that. That's, that's. They can hear you.
1: I would assume they could. Yeah. Oh,
4: okay. What's, What's up, Marta? Hi. What's up, girl? So what's up? You want to talk to the Hey, guy?
3: girl. Here's headphones. Oh, she can't hear us? You can talk to her. There you go. Right there.
1: Hello.
3: What's up, Marta? <laughs> Hi. Hi. Evening. Hey, girl.
1: Hello. How you doing? I'm all right.
3: You excited for the curling <laughs> Olympics? Chris, Chris told Thanks. us that he's more excited for curling than he is for comics.
1: Well, it's that time of year.
3: It is. It is. It's we, told them, I mean, we, we told him We should we feel
1: only get this for four years. It's true. It's true. This, is, this, is, this is the bit of um, nerd culture, I guess, that he and I share as Curling.
3: <laughs> Ask for her predictions. Yeah, are her. They, is the U.S. a strong t- medal contender?
1: Um, I think the U.S. women's team will be a strong medal contender, but um, the men I really don't think stand a chance. No, they're probably... The Canadian men will dominate that one by far. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's cause they're Canadian. They dominate everything. It's
1: true. <laughs> it's true. They're, they're quiet dominators, those Canadians.
3: <laughs>
1: and they'll nice. do it ever so politely. Be it ever so.
3: politely. UK women.
1: What's yeah. that, Chris? UK women. My... UK women?
3: Yeah.
4: Oh GBR. yeah,
1: that's it's just because you think the, the skip is hot. She is hot. She is oh, po- hot. He
3: posted a picture of her on Facebook today. Yeah. Uh,
1: she's quite attractive.
0: She is. She is. She her
3: pits. Uh-oh. I gotta give her props. Love you, Eve. (laughs) Mm, boy.
1: Maybe one day, honey. Maybe one day. Is she she on your list now? She can be. She could be. Is she she gonna knock off Nico Case?
0: No. Before it's not, before it's laminated?
1: Laminated!
3: Where does she rank relative to B. Arthur on the list?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think she probably falls right behind B. Arthur. Chris does have quite a strong thing for B. Arthur. (laughs) He likes that husky husky voice.
3: Nicely done.
2: My first ten spots are taken by Kate Upton. (laughs) No, that's,
3: that's a problem. She's on my list, so. Yeah, well, I'll hit her first. (laughs) I take, I take seconds for that. That is a woman, man. She's special. (sighs) Hey, comics. Yes.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) All right, Marta, be well. Good to talk to you, dear.
4: All right. Yep. She's out. All right. It's a Marta, a Marta sighting.
3: Look at that. Yes.
4: It's like Haley's. It's like Haley's comet.
1: Snuffleupagus. Thank you. It's Snuffleupagus. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Martalumpipodimus. Yeah.
4: All right. Good night, dear. David. Yes, sir.
2: You got something? What did I tell you before we started? Um, that you've read tons of stuff to this week, and you couldn't decide from the wealth of books that you've read what you were going to talk about. So now, <laughs> <laughs> it's not what he said. Quite the opposite of what I said. I know. Well, anyway, we could talk about uh, a plethora of things. Well,
3: uh, I mean, I have I have something else that I was hoping to you read, Vince. Oh, I would love to hear it. Uh, I've, I've read up through, and I believe the most recent issue, issue number 10, of Mr. Joe Casey and Mr. Peter Kowalski's sex. I haven't read past seven. <sighs> no, that's okay. You talk about it. Well, we both mentioned the first issue, and we were kind of lukewarm on it. We we both yeah. thought it got off to a slow start. You were lukewarm. I lukewarm. I didn't really like it. I thought okay, it was okay. Yeah, you, well, I was being kind. So you even lost. Yeah. And then I think you're the one that said to me that you were wrong. You gave it another chance, and that right. picked it up. And then I said, okay, you know what? I need to pick it back up. So I I, I finally did, did get around to it. And uh, another Image comic. Uh, you think Ron had us on the payroll off? Oh, should we talk about Image? But no, they, Ron. They just
4: do just good product.
2: Yeah, Ron was the one that told me, dude, give it a chance. Yeah, So,
3: I mean, okay. we're all big, I mean, I'm a huge Joe Casey, big Joe Casey fan, except when he does Mar- Marijuana Man. But, um. Yeah, uh, that was, yeah, painful. That was <laughs> painful. That was painful. Um, Blame it on my food. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so it's, it's, it's written by Joe. Uh, it's, it's, uh, nine of the ten issues are, are illustrated by Peter Kowalski. Um, and, I mean, at its heart, it's, uh, it's, how many it's a, it's a Batman analog story, which is funny because I wonder, how, I was thinking about this, like how many comics have, have started with the premise of let's do a Batman analog and then go from there, right? A lot. It's <laughs> been a lot. But, uh, but, uh, the, the... Moon Knight. What's that? Moon Knight. Uh, there's been a lot. We don't have to go... <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it, the list is long and, and probably not as distinguished as it should be. Um but, uh, the, the premise is Simon Cook. Who is the, uh, the uh, Bruce Wayne in question is 35 years old. He returns to Saturn City, uh, having been away for about seven months, uh, after the death of, uh, the closest thing he has for family is a woman named Quinn, who, uh, is definitely the Alfred analog here. Uh, and, and much like Batman has, you find out his parents died when he was young. He's the, uh, CEO and heir apparent of, uh, the Cook Company, which is a massive multi-billion dollar conglomerate. Um, he's uh he he's you know basically been a disengaged c e o and uh kind of viewed as a joke by most more of a playboy but it's all an act um and he was uh once a uh a vigilante known as the armored saint but uh on her deathbed Quinn begs him to give up being the armored saint and uh, i guess he that was seven months prior to the start of the series and he comes back to uh to town and uh he's trying very hard to um uh, to to live up to her dying wish um so you might be asking like what's all this have to do with sex? Well, um, I think Casey really plays with the idea of what it would what what it would take to be Batman in the the real world. And I think one of the things he's trying to say is to, you know, to be so physically fit and so sharp and so on point and disciplined, you need to almost be um, completely sexually repressed to the point of, of 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 stoicism, you know, almost turning off your emotions and your physical impulses. And so basically Simon Cook, in spite of being you know, uh a good looking uber wealthy, you know, bachelor has has had virtually no sex life of consequence except when uh he, he's he's been the armored saint and has had some dalliances with uh with the catwoman analogue in the story, um, who now um, is the uh, madam of a high end brothel in town. And uh it it's it, much like Revival, um it's a slow burn. You know, it's 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 just it's building the narrative of Simon Cook and his supporting cast and uh you know, I wouldn't say there's a, a tremendous amount of action in the book. You know, it really is more of a character study about the, uh, you know, the minds and psyches of these characters. And, um, you know, it does revolve, as you might imagine from the name, um, around, you know, our, um, our views on sex and uh, the role sex plays in, um, our happiness and our, you know, our ability to feel free and feel energized and, and, uh, and to sort of, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the notion that Casey likes to propose that, like, most of us have sexual, um, proclivities or desires that we don't act upon. And that, uh, like, if we did, we'd be better off. I think that's one of the things he's trying to say here. Um, but it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, I have to say, like, it's, again, it's, 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 it's another book where it feels like he's building to something. Uh, and I haven't decided, I don't know if you have a thought, I've not decided if, if Cook, if he's building to cook loo- losing his mind and just like going on tilt, if he's building to cook becoming the armored saint again, if he's building to, you know, I, I don't know where he's going with that, but, um, and, and I'm not sure it ultimately matters because, you know, Casey is a constant storyteller. I'm sure it'll be good either direction, but, but I'd kind of like to see him go on tilt. Like, I'm not sure if by like issue 16, he's just back in the costume fighting crime again, that I'm going to be all that jazzed for it, you know? because um, it'll feel like a very familiar story to me then. So I'd like to see him kind of go off the deep end and uh kind of give in to all of his, you know, proclivities. But I'm not sure that's where he's planning on going. You know, I'm, I'm just, that's my own conjecture. Uh What do you think of it? Uh, I agree with everything you
2: said so far. Um, this is going to sound really strange, but uh Kowalski's art gives me a Watchmen vibe.
3: Mm, mm-hmm.
2: I get a really strong Gibbons, um, spin on the art. And I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't, who knows? Maybe it's intentional, maybe not. But the, uh, relatively flat color, the clean line, I, I see watch, I see watchman in this thing. And that's not a bad style to emulate. Not, I'm not saying he's doing it, but no, I'm, I think it's, I like it a lot, but you're right. I think, uh, like the first issue, I mean, it, it picked up after the first one, yeah. but it's still a really, not agonizingly slow, but this story, uh, it doesn't flow as much as it kind of like creeps along, mm-hmm. which is, it, it, it works in this setting. The, that's a testament to, I guess, the, uh, creative team, because most books I would not have given this, this chance, this, this lee, much leeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like to see th- something happen. And not to say that it's just plotting. It's not. It's just, it's very... Uh, Deliberate, n- I think is the
3: word. Yeah,
2: okay. That's, a, that's a good word. It's a, uh, uh, there are a lot of surprises in it, and there is a lot of sex, which, hey. And, well, not a lot, but enough sex to keep me going. And violence. Yes, the violence is pretty cool too, mm-hmm. and it's just the 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 art is so well done. It very you 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 have to. Whenever I see a clean line, I'm thinking, all right, I expect a lot from this person because he does not hide his ability with shadows. Not right, to right. you know shit on anyone who who uses a lot of thick chunky shadows, but if you are basically using contour to delineate your characters, you got to be good. Yeah. Yeah and
3: and and I think um is very good definitely and and there there to be clear to people th- this is a very graphic book uh, this is um, nothing I mean this is as x-rated a comic as it gets I mean there's there's sodomy and and uh there's there's both the, there's there's heterosexual homosexual and bisexual sex acts in almost every issue there's full- on yeah. erect Penises and blowjobs and a lot of the issues, ejaculation. I mean, there's, there's definitely, you know, uh, full-on sexual depictions in the book for sure. And violence too. I mean, there's w- the, um, I mean, one of the undercurrents is that, uh, you know, when he went away and gave up being the Armored Saint, uh, this town, uh, Saturn City, which again is a, a kind of a, an analog for Gotham, has, has gone back right back into shitter. So he's, he's asking himself, like, what, what was the point? Like, I it's i I've been gone seven months and the place is already back to being a total shithole. Um, and and one of the one of the things that's going on are, are a lot of the, the the crime lords are have kind of come out from hiding now that he's gone too and they're all jockeying for position and you've got the uh probably the the top of the heap, the kingpin if you will, is this guy called the old man, and he's this this you know, this this senior citizen, real skinny bald headed guy. Looks almost like the vulture, really. Mm-hmm. But he's got like almost almost lizard like skin, like almost like it's like scarred or burnt or something. Um and he's just a pure sadist, you know, he's uh He's ruthless. Yeah, I mean, he's he's uh, you know, he's 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 plotting. He's monologuing and at one point. He's he's you know, getting a prostitute from from behind, doggy style, and you know, as he's as he's climaxing inside of her. He's like he's like, you know, how you feel? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I feel so good, baby. And as she's as she's saying the words, he pulls a gun out and shoots her in the head as he's finishing yep. in her. You know, it's like. And even that, like he's like he's like finds it boring after he's like, ah, he's like that doesn't even get me off anymore. Um despicable. Yeah, so he's you know Let, then there's – far less than human. Then wow. there's two guys that call themselves the Alpha Brothers and they refer to themselves as though they're brothers, although I don't I don't know if they're actually brothers or not, but they're they're kinda like the um Casey's twisted version of Tomax and Zaymot. They're they're <laughs> they're a gay version of Tomax and Zaymot. They're uh you know, uh you know, they they're under the facade of being businessmen, but they're very much ruthless uh crime lords in their own right. And you could see that they're setting up for a conflict with the old man. Um, it's not like the crazy. No, they remind me a lot of the the
2: twins from uh, Super Jail.
3: Yep, yep. And and then there's yeah. there's a there's a vagabond guy that used to basically be like the prankster or the toy make toy master, you know that kind of guy. Like he, they, I think he was called the prank master in this, but but uh, but now he's kind of fallen hard luck. I think he, you know, his whatever happened, he's not a very successful. His, his crime free didn't leave him with much, and. uh and he's a deviant, and he's he's kind of working in with one of uh the Catwoman's like right hand women. Um, so yeah, there's there's just a lot of things going on. There's there's also um, a story with uh, uh the Armored Saints' former Robin, his former protege, um, whose name escaping me right now, but it's a probably like an early twenty something you know black kid who's working. We introduced him; he's working as a uh, a busboy in a high end uh, nightclub. But he's, he's also moonlighting at night still as a a vigilante and, um, and, uh, he, he's, clearly he's, he's, you know, got a role to play and, um, he, he's, um, we don't, we don't, we're not, we don't know up to this point what happened with their, why they aren't partners anymore and, and when he went, when Armin Saint went away, why, and, and, and clearly there's some, some baggage there with all that, but, uh, but he's, he's, I think the most, at least to me, the most like normal character thus far, like the most grounded. Um I agree, in the way that yeah. they're depicting them, yeah. Um so like I said, uh you know, if you're a Batman fan and you 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 like sort of the adult more pure aspect of comics when they're done that way, I mean this is totally up rally. Um you know, I can't say for sure because we haven't seen the payoff yet, if you know if it will pay off, but again I do have faith in Casey. Um and uh the other thing Casey always does is he gives you tons of back matter. Um I mean there's four or five, six pages of back matter. Right. In each, right. In each issue. And I must admit I haven't read much of it yet. I'm sure if I did, I'd probably be able to sound a lot more informed and intelligent about the way I'm describing the book. But, uh, but, uh. Very,
2: very good with prose as well.
3: He is. He is.
0: Um, yeah.
2: And I, I, um, I pierce the sex membrane because I read it in large doses. And I think that's the way to, to, to consume this book is to, if, if you're buying the singles, whatever, if you're buying the trades, read four or five issues at once in in one shot and it, it just goes down <laughs> a lot better that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 tricky. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's a good book. I like it.
3: Definitely, definitely. I mean, and uh just another to add to the list of of image books that are worth your time and attention. Um, you know. Right. And and again for what it's worth, it's unfair to compare this to like Sex Criminals, another image book that's coming out. There's sex it, and there's sex criminals. Um, but for my money, I'm much more interested in, 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 in continuing this book. Like I, I find this to be much more engaging. Um, now I, now admittedly they're completely, t- I mean, sex criminals is, is, is an unapologetic attempt by fraction to do eighties sex comedy. Like he's, he said, he's, he wants you to read it. Think of like the eighties, you know, uh, you know, HBO comedy that you used to watch. I mean, so, so he's trying to go for something totally different than what Casey's doing. Yeah. Right. But, but for some yeah. reason, the, the, if you're going to read a book that's, overtly sexual I find this book a lot more engaging but that's just personal preference I just
4: I, yeah I can not sex criminals misses the mark for me so bad and it's not that it's not good it's just that it's not for me and I had to, I had to understand that it's just not something that I'm gonna get into.
3: Yeah, I mean I think right. that's right. I think that you're right. It's that your mileage may vary because I've read the first yeah. three issues and, and that's a well made book, and I look there are a lot of people that absolutely adore the book. So and yeah. and I don't think that they're wrong. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. It's, I it's, think it's comedy especially is, is such a subjective thing, right? I mean, well, that's
4: the thing. I don't think it's i found no humor in it. Well,
3: that's what I mean. But my, I'm with you. Yeah. Like I don't read it and laugh much. But I have I've heard other podcasts, for example, talk about the book and say that they literally crack up in guffaw as they're reading it. So clearly, it's hitting the mark with some people. Yeah. And I, I would liken this to you, like, um like I, I, people are mystified that I don't like the movie Ted. I, I think it's like, yeah. horrendous. Like, like actually, it was painful for me to watch. But it seems to me like the vast majority of people I know actually think it's a very funny movie. So you know, you're, again, um, I just tortured myself by watching, um, Bad Grandpa. And, uh, oh, I, saw, you like it? I saw the previews and thought, oh, this looks funny. And then I, I watched it on my commute and, uh, I don't think I laughed once. Really? And again, and again like, like, I know lots, lots of people love Johnny Knoxville. Like, I, I'm Say sure what? people are listening to this at home being like, what, well, that's a hilarious movie. And I'm not, you're not wrong, right? But it's just comedy. You either find it funny or you don't. It's very much a visceral thing. You either laugh or you don't. And, uh, yeah. with like sex I'm journals, with you. I just don't laugh. Not because it's not funny, but for me, it's not funny. That's all, you know?
0: Yeah,
2: I'm with you. I, I didn't find anything funny about it either.
0: Yeah,
2: It was a... Oh, eh, well, that what, but, Bad Grandpa? Yeah, or I don't... Uh, Knoxville, too. I,
0: well, you know, like Jason, the previews make me want to see Bad Grandpa, but I don't... I'm not a big fan of also, you know, people harming themselves or, or, or the whole pranking right. like, idea is...
2: It, yeah, jackass or punk. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't watch any of that stuff. I, I just,
0: it's just uncomfortable right. for me. Hmm. My brother wants me to see Ted. I still don't want to. I, it's, it's I mean, I, people are gonna have kicking and screaming to for me to get to, to, to see Ted. And it's not, I, I think all of his jokes he used already on his cartoons, I don't need to see Marky Mark hanging out with Teddy Ruxpin. I just <laughs> I can do without that. I don't think that there are, there can't be too many things in there that are going to be funny.
2: Yeah, you know I think what the difference between for me anyway the difference between sex and sex criminals. Sex is you get to see this really dark maggoty underside of the meat in 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 like it's it's really crawling with unpleasantness. And you know that shadowy area. I, there's not too much of that in sex criminals. Not to say right, it's fluffy, right, right. but you know it's just it's nowhere near as dark as Casey's no, cases. No, 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 no.
3: You're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that, so I gravitate towards the ick. I always do. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's yeah. I was gonna before. If there's one thing that kind of sticks in my craw a little bit about about sex so far, <laughs> it's that the major talking points are not new ground. Like, and I know some people say, "Oh, well, there's no such thing as new ground in fiction," but, but, like, in the sense that it's very much a Batman analog, and and all the characters, right? You've got, you've got, uh you know, the and you go again, you've got the the, the Alfred analog, you've got uh you've got the, the the Joker, you've got all these analogs, so it's very much a yeah, Catwoman. Right? Got the Catwoman, but but the the Robin one, but but the other thing that kind of bothers me, and maybe you you're just getting to this part, which is, have you gotten to the Saturnalia issues?
2: What did I say? Right up to seven. seven I
3: don't remember where. Yeah.
2: Mm, maybe I. It doesn't ring any bells. Well,
3: Saturnalia is basically like this high-end sex club, and it's just it's straight out of eyes oh. wide shut. I mean, it's just. Wait, wait,
2: wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. I briefly.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. straight out of eyes wide shut. I mean, you know, it's just it's like only the uber rich. It's secret, secret. They show up. You know, everybody's there doing all the nasty things, and it's like what goes happens. Your stays here, but it's you know, it's a it's all as it's much about your, you know your status and that you're you're elite enough to go there as it is what you're actually doing there and it's like again it was like it, it, it's cool but i'm like well okay but like i remember this when i watched like you're not like i i'm i'm waiting for him to sort of take the story in a in a, a place that i that i haven't in 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 unfamiliar territory you know um,
1: yeah
2: it's, it's it for me it's the the old um tropes or chestnuts whatever you want to call them i think they're unavoidable for for writers, I mean, there's only every like you say everything's been done. Yeah. But but if, for my money, inventiveness, do it in an inventive way, surprise me, or or put a nice little idiosyncratic spin on it. Like Joe Casey is going to, he has no other choice, but he's going to he's going to put that 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 Joe Casey curve on it, which works
3: right. Yeah, that, that's what it, I where you right? like because because I mean, I want to see the the Godland. I want to see the 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 butcher baker casey like you know the the i mean again because because that's why i say like it's not fair to say oh well, all, all fiction's been done before like because those are books where he's just just bursting with creativity so i know he's got it in him so i'm I'm waiting to like i haven't really felt that in this book yet like i kind of feel like he's executing the story really well but it's not unfamiliar ground
2: yeah i definitely think he's approaching it from a different angle yeah yeah, yeah which is good i mean he's he's flexing all those muscles mm-hmm. is that charlotte this is the same guy that wrote Deadpool, right? So, um, Casey wrote Deadpool. Okay, uh, sure did. Yeah. for, for a little while. Yeah. Right. Mm, did he? I don't remember. That. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm probably misconstruing him with Joe Kelly, well, but Joe I'm Kelly sure. wrote the definitive Deadpool, but right. But I'm sure Casey wrote Deadpool. Come on. Are oh, they, do are it they, they the same
4: person?
3: No, I don't think so, man. I don't think Casey ever wrote Deadpool, but but I got well anyway. Either way, yeah.
2: Well, this is yeah. He he's written many many Marvel comics. (laughs) Well, this (laughs) so there you go. Uh, All
3: right, what else we got? A dog that's whimpering.
4: Yeah, Georgia Georgia wants us to wrap up so we can go cuddle.
3: No,
2: we can't. We got we got lots to do here. Lots to do. I got my box. You know what came in the box this this month? Yours and your, your No. If this line doesn't get you, if you don't run out and buy this book, I don't know what else to tell you. <clears throat> I have to put on my my thespian hat. No, no, Deadpool for Joe Casey. Insert me into you. Wait a minute. <clears throat> Take two. Insert me into your urethra. Whoa. Yes. Prison pit. Number five. Oh, you're loving wow. it. Wee. You're loving it. Oh my God. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get too far into it because it just came yesterday. You're fucking loving it. Oh my God. You know, uh, Johnny Ryan has teamed up with a, uh, semi very popular, uh, producer of vinyl, uh, toys. And there are two vinyl figures out there. There's one for Cannibal and there's one for, uh, Rottweiler Herpes. There are, Creatures in this book, I, I'm, I, I, I just hope that they make the transition to vinyl because he is killing it with the character design. Ah, mm-hmm. amazing stuff. This is this is my book. I'm going to read it proper for next week. Yeah, that's your spot, dude. So, what did you you ordered a bunch of them? Didn't I you? I ordered the first four. Yeah.
3: Did you get them yet? Ah. No. Oh. no, I think I ordered what either last or the either the last previous one before that.
0: Where the hell am I? Yeah. Oh shit. I just, I don't know what the hell happened. I, I cause I, I bought them when we were at Bergen Street and, and oh, yeah, and yeah. then, and the, uh, I think I bought the third one when it was solicited and I don't know if I have the fourth and now the fifth is out. So yeah, I have some catching up today. Yeah. Crystal dick. <laughs> you gotta see it. It's, it's gotta nice. be better than Crystal Pepsi.
2: Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> not as good <laughs> as Crystal though. <metal. laughs> no, it's probably yeah. not. I still didn't get on the last two Superior Spider-Man. I
0: have not read the twenty-six yet.
2: Uh, I gotta get twenty-five. Yes, that's, that's big. Are y'all excited
0: for uh, Amazing's return?
3: I ordered it. Single issues, getting it. Speaking of Amazing, Vince, did you see that I bought a page from uh, uh, Amazing X-Men McGinnis's from the oh. Foist issue? Did you really? Which yeah. one? The, uh, the, 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 friendly, the, uh, the Spider-Man and Friends, uh, page, the, uh, oh, the one God. where, uh, well, the top of it is this whole team, like a, like a, um, a team roster. And then the, the bottom sc- panels are when Firestar first joins the team.
0: And and but, there's a storm headshot, which is probably why you blocked it
3: out, Vince. Yeah, 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 that's an awesome Stormhead
2: shot She's in that book? <laughs> yes. I didn't see her. Yes. <sighs> now, good for you. It was, was it, uh, well, I shouldn't ask you, but. I'm glad you had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very excited. Good,
3: good for yeah. you.
2: So that makes two. No.
4: No, it's the Oh, no,
2: no, 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 no. Uh, Roland bought the, uh, McGinnis when we were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. my,
0: that was for, uh, was it for Warhammer or I think so?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was uh, games workshop. Um, mm-hmm.
3: some tie in to, uh, it
0: had
2: the, uh, the Necrons, yep. I think. And, uh, his art uh,
3: dealer Mike from, uh, More Great Art remembered us from New York. Mm, Shout it out oh, cool. everybody. Cool. Awesomeness. So. Yep, he said, uh, we're all invited. I guess he's running a small con up in Hartford. Um, and he invited oh, us isn't? all there. Yeah. So I, I told him to send us the details. I don't know if yeah. you know, no idea when the date is, but he said he'd <laughs> I, love to have us up there.
2: I, I have to admit though, baffling that he does. I mean, I hope he's not listening, but I expected his pages to be a lot more than, than he was charged. Yes. Oh, uh, McGinnis? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And, um, I mean, actually the page I bought was, um, was I think one of Dexter's because, you know, they split them up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's much difference in, in Ed or, or Dexter's prices either way, but yeah.
2: A big, I was, um, direct messaging Ron on, uh, the Twitter and, and I said, dude, you guys gotta go after artist X. And if you listen to the show for any amount of time, <laughs> you know, he's, he's one of my big favorites. So I'm not going to say who it was, but, and I expected his pages to be relatively expensive, but I went to his site and it's like, really? You, you want how much for this page? And, and he's, he's been doing comics for a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. And, uh, I was flabbergasted how much he wanted for his original art. Okay, like, how much? great. Uh, two, 2500 for, for, for a page. Wow. I, it was a lot. I mean, and granted, the dude is a, a classic, a classic horror artist. The, the man works no, magic. I'm not saying. Oh, okay. And, but, uh, his, I'll tell you later, okay. but his, uh, his pages were ridiculously expensive. I'm like, man, I bet you McGinnis could get that kind of bank for his pages. Cause, I mean, the, the, the guy I was talking about is not disgustingly popular like McGinnis. McGinnis is doing an, an X-Men book. The best look, I think the, one of the best looking X-Men books, like for a long time. Well,
3: we've said it time and time again, but, but I mean, I am firmly in the camp now that, uh, that for people that are, are, are budding, Art collectors and, and they're kind of not sure how to go. I mean, I, while I certainly still occasionally get a commission, um, when you can get like Jim Chung or McGinnis pages or, you know, Ryan Stegman pages or, or Mahmood pages for, you know, two, three hundred dollars, like I, I, I don't, like that's, you should be, you know, that's where you should be spending your money. You know what I mean? I think
2: Mahmood is, is a perfect example of somebody whose pages are going to double and triple soon.
3: Well, you would think that, but again, like, I mean, remember how, to our surprise, how, how shockingly well priced, you know, Jimmy Chung stuff is or, or, or McGinnis's. And, and I think part of that is a, is having a good art dealer who, 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 you know, who really understands the supply and demand because, you know, right. I mean, it's a simple fact that, you know, uh, you know, splash pages and full size character, you know, full page character pages and, you know, team splashes are going to, are going to be, you know you can charge a ton for them, uh, and they do. Right. But you know for the majority of inventory pages, you know you you got to price them to move. You can't you know you can't uh or they're not going they're just going to sit there forever. You know go to there's a couple art dealers that that have been around the block for a time or two, and one in particular has an annual sale. And and you know while well, it's great and all, I mean like he has inventory from like 20 years ago, and it's not because right. it's like he just acquired it. It just sits there. It's like the it's like the art equivalent of. You know, the, the LCS that has those long, dusty old long boxes that just have the same inventory every week when you go in. So you just don't even bother looking anymore. Right. And you would think they would shuffle it around because those types
2: of dealers attract the same buyers. Yeah. And, and once you've seen it like for the third or fourth time, you're like, this guy's sitting on the same stuff all. So you can, you can kind of haggle a little bit. Yeah. Like y- you have this every time I see you. So it's
3: good and it's bad because you never get to see more stuff because they don't move. Well that's the thing. I mean again right exactly I mean if you if you go to a guy at a show and you say listen, now, you've had this on your site for 4 years and make me a deal, if you work see a deal, okay, cool, but a lot some of these guys are you know like no, the price is the price and it's like, "Well, dude, you've I mean, the, it's been the price for 5 years and you haven't sold it." Like, what, you know, there's something wrong here, but it tells you your price is a little Which off. is why again like I have to shout out guys like 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 Paolo and and uh and, and you know and and Schwartzman at Essential and uh, and uh, I mean Jason Schachter at, at, at Essential and and uh, and Mike from Morgan Art because they're they're younger guys are on their grind and and I think they understand the market and their dynamic you know they they have prices and I think they price fairly they don't undercut you know the market the market they continuously adjust prices as you know as you noted like when artists get more popular but they always yeah. work deals you know they work deals if you buy multiple pages or if you're a repeat customer and uh, I just think that's the right way to do it you know they've they've certainly yeah, you know someone who buys a fair amount of art they have really gotten a lot more of my business than they than they would have otherwise by you know being nimble and flexible in that regard so
2: yeah i, I was really surprised with the rapport you have with Paolo because i mean he's a businessman but first and foremost right yeah but uh i remember one little uh interaction you guys were having he showed you something and you were just like you 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 take that jason minute to consider and he was on it in a second well how about this and he just pushed it somewhere else. You're like, yeah, okay, that's cool. You know, i like, he, he, he can, it's like he can
3: read you. Yeah. I mean, and, and Paolo of all people is, 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 you know, got probably, he's unique in that because we've, we've, I've bought a lot of art from Paolo. So, yeah. um, but also too, you know, I mean, that I always joke with him. I mean, I think there are now 10 or 11 artists that he reps that I bought art from before he repped them. You know, so it just seems like the stuff that he likes to rep seems to kind of be in line with the stuff that I like to get. You know, right. with, I mean, like, he reps Gabriel and, you know, he reps, he reps, uh, Declan and, and, uh, and, and Stegman and, you know, and, and Mike and, and I've bought art from all those guys before he, he, he rep, you know, he rep them. So, right. um, But it, it's awful hard to establish that kind of rapport
2: with someone when, uh, you're the kind of dealer that brings a long, uh, like, banquet table with boxes of original art on both sides. Yeah, exactly. And, and those, those are the guys that are just trying to blow it out.
3: Yeah, I mean, right. And, and, and on one hand, it's very exciting. You know, you go to a place like, like, uh, the artist choice and they go to a con and there's literally, you know, one of the, I mean, they must have t- 10,000 different pieces of art that you yeah, just sure. look through. But it's also very impersonal. I mean, I, I, there's something so off-putting to me when I walk up to a booth like that and they have these Atoyas stuffed with this art, some of it which is, you know, you know uh, like classic pieces of art and and the, the books are just stacked on top of each other and they're you know the weights you know they're, they're bent and, and misshapen yeah, because they're just right. collapsing onto each other and it's like i don't know like if i was one of the artists and i walked by and saw that i'd be like dude you're like you treat my art with more respect you know but but uh but again i think part of that reason is because they have so much inventory and it just most of it sits around oh well, it's volume 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: And then then you have on the on the uh completely opposite direction, Andy Lanning. Remember that when we were looking oh, at art? Yeah.
3: yeah, that was great. Well, and what was the um who was it was it Andy or was it someone else that we were looking through their pages and it was like really inexpensive and then and then <laughs> David, it was it wasn't Andy, it was someone else that you were you were looking at their pages and then you called me over. And I, we were looking through, and then we found one that I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then it was like, "Oh like,
0: yes!" Like, yeah, it was sit next to Andy, and I was
3: like, "Huh?" Like every page was like twenty bucks, and then it's yeah. like, except one. I'm like, "Oh, cool, what's this?" It's like, thought oh, that'd be $300. I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
2: "That that one's special." Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's the fun stuff you, you
4: you walk away from cons with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I had to slow down. I I got no more room for original art.
3: Yeah, I mean, it sucks. I'm to the point where I would consider trading some of my pieces in for like other pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um,
4: I, I started. I did. I actually did that. I um. I what was I, I traded like a Pat Gleason. um... Green lantern, no, and Ivan Rice, uh, green lantern and, and a couple other pieces for, uh, that had no personal connection for me. That's right. how I got my, uh, my John Byrne page. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know, yeah. I'm just, I bought a little five by seven, um, watercolor that Kyle Bice did, uh, a couple weeks ago of, uh, of Hunter S. Thompson. And I'm just like, Ooh. where am I? Oh, it's amazing. And, uh, and I'm just like, where am I going to put this? And I, there's no room in my, in my room. I'm, I'm, I've got to figure out something I can't buy, you know, but thing is, I mean, there's still, there are grail pages out there that I want, you know, it's, but it's, the list is pretty, it's pretty small at this point, And it's also stuff that I can't afford and probably won't be able to afford, especially the longer I wait, you know, it's like, I want a Mignola page. I want a Jaime Hernandez page. You know, it's, it's that kind of stuff that, you know, now you're talking into the, you know, a grand just to get in. Sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. I want a McFarlane page. Well, that. Dude, chance that, of that. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. you I mean,
3: that's, you know, that's, that's, that starts at five figures.
2: Right. Well, that's how the vinyl guys do it. Uh, when, when, you know, they want their beam and, and, uh, when the figure's like six, $700, what do you do? Well, you take these four figures that mm. kind of sort of maybe total, you know, what, what it would cost to, to get that that uh, grail piece and they, they trade them. That's what they do.
3: Definitely. Definitely. Trade up. Always trade up. I don't think knock on wood, I'll ever sell a piece. Uh, You know, at least unless I would absolutely have to, which would be unfortunate, but, but uh I don't envision that, but, but I, I definitely like it. Like I just, I would definitely, I'm I'm open to the idea of trading a couple pieces in for something else. Yeah. I, you know, that. I really want to, as you know, Chris, I mean, I, I, I desperately, there aren't too many things. I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say there's too many pieces of original art that like I'm would even call it grail pieces for me like that i'm like oh i like i don't like I don't have any aspirations of having like a you know like a page from The watchman or something like that's not mm-hmm. but but I do oh, like,
4: you know like a a we field x men or x force page you know something like maybe, that.
3: yeah i mean uh, but but Rob has said that the next time I see him he owes me a domino commission, so like that would satisfy that itch, you know what i mean okay yeah sure. um, but 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 the thing that I always have wanted from the day I started collecting art and i I, I would would love to have it could put it in my office in New York would be. Uh, you know, a really nice, uh, Busema uh, Avengers page, you know, mm, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, there's a ton out there. It's just that, that they're mostly owned already. Um, and so it would be easy enough to get one, but again, that, you know, that's, that's multiple thousands of dollars. So it yeah. just, it'd be something where I would need to if, order it. If, you know? the, if there was, if there
4: was one page of art that you could have, what would it be?
3: Oh jeez. Uh one I mean,
4: page of con- and it could be cover could be interior and this is for everyone. What would it be?
2: Uh that's easy. Yeah. I want the I want the splash page
3: from <laughs> oh. Commanding Number 9 or 9 rather. Yeah. Um one page jeez. Um probably the cover to giant Size X-Men. Okay. Nice. You know, because um, that's like a book that I don't own yet that I covet. So to have the art of it would be, yeah.
2: It kills me that you don't have that.
4: Yeah, it kills me too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he needs a couple things. He he needs the White Whale out there to exist. So it's the it's the Fantastic Four issue with Black Panther and Giant Size Number One. He he can't get those <laughs> because once he does,
3: then you know. If what, people what is- just be honest with their grades, I'd be all set. Mm hmm. Why? We interrupted David's choice.
2: I could put you right, but I never will.
0: <laughs> Why not?
2: Because I'm not getting rid of that issue. Get uh, out. Of here.
0: So mean. Um, I need to make sure I get the right um issue number right. So I'm. Uh, it just. What, what would yours be, Chris? Oh, actually, wait. Would it be 11 Rockets? Twenty-four. Yeah, the cover.
4: Nice. That, that, that's my that's my that's my grill, right there it's if I could have the original art to Love and Rockets the, the cover for number 24 that would be that would be it I mean it, it just it it is the perfect intersection of comic art and design for me so it's a it's a professional as as well as artistic creative piece that it's just it it represents a lot of what I like as, as both a designer and an artist and, and it's punk rock and it's girl power. And
0: it's, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff that I dig. So that is cool. Um, mine is the cover of, um, since we're all gone with covers, uh, new teen Titans, number 34. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? It is. It's it's one of the first issues I picked up off the spinner rack when I was visiting my grandparents in Massachusetts, and it is. Um, it's, I've got the omnibus here. I can look. I don't know if they're up to thirty-four. That's pretty cool.
4: Well, they got uh, two volumes
0: out. Uh, it's it, it's basically a um, an image of the team uh but behind them is uh deathstroke basically blowing it away
2: oh you know i never pegged you for a a a huge perez fan like that (laughs) really no i mean i know you like perez but to all, but to be, that's your, that's your one piece of original that, I, that, I really expected like a Matt Wagner or, you know, uh, or a Gil Kane or, yeah, give me, give me sort of the Adam. Well, I have, you know,
0: but I, 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 have two Gil Kane pieces. Oh,
3: yes. Yeah. Shucky Ducky. So, uh, that's
0: right. So, yeah, that's uh, right. Thank, thanks, Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> let it, <laughs> let it go. It's been almost a year. Um, the, uh, no, i prayed you I, for my SpongeBob Deadpool.
3: <laughs>
0: Why would you trade Vince for the Vampirella poster? Never. <laughs> I know Vince won't make that trade. Nope. Um No, I mean there there are there are pages from Amazing Spider Man. There are but oh, I mean oh, I know that cover, David.
4: I just yeah, it's in the um it's Oh, they the, are up there, sweet. Yeah, it's okay. In, it's so, yeah, they're up to issue, what is it, uh, but yeah, it's in New Teen Titans, um, Omnibus Volume 2, which I think goes through, it's well into the 40s. I'm trying to find out which one it is. Um, but yeah, it's through the whole, um, oh, Terra. Judas plan. Contract? Yeah, Judas Contract. Uh, nice. yeah, they go up through issue 44. But yeah, that's an awesome cover. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a
0: classic. Nice. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm done that was uh, no that I mean yeah they, I guess I would like to have something from Wagner I, at this point it would probably be a commission. I don't know if I'd ever get a page from Wagner, although he is posting every Sunday he's posting pages or or um, excerpts of pages of the uh, Grendel Shadow crossover that's coming out.
4: If there were a page from Mage that you could get, would it be the the dragon fold out? <laughs>
0: Damn. That, uh, would nice. that would be amazing. Uh, that's, that's when foldouts were like, oh shit, that's, and, oh my god, what included a foldout? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, no, it would probably be from earlier in this series. Um it would probably be a page with, um oh, Kemp, wait, Mirth, Edsel, and Sean on it.
4: Yeah, for me it would probably be the, um the page where, um where you the reveal that his legs are actually just <laughs> that's a great page. It's that a, is a great page a, and a huge reveal. So,
2: but cool. So, well, that got interesting,
4: didn't it?
3: What I, it's questions.
4: What, what, it's awesome. what I bring to the party events. It's what I bring.
3: <laughs> Your milkshake brings all the boys to the art, Chris. Mm-hmm.
2: It's hot. That's, that's hot. It's, it's, you know what else is hot? The price is at Discount Comic Book Service, <laughs> DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at 35 to 75% off. It's crazy discounts. D- K- dc- DCBService.com. In your travels. Got this in my box. Haven't read it yet. But, but visually, I was really surprised because when I think Riley Rossmo, I do not think Mecca. I do not think steel and robots and uh, science fiction. I think more organic stuff. But wouldn't you know, Uh Debris, I Got the Trade, written by Curtis J. Weeb and drawn by the magnificent Riley Rossmo. And holy crap-a-doodle, is it pretty. And there are tons of mechanized creatures in here. Rossmo's
3: a bossmo.
2: He is, and it's... It's it seems to be um do I wanna say this a little restrained for Mr. Rosmo? I mean there's I, I ha I can't find a dot pattern in here, which is a little saddens me a little bit because I do love the dot pattern, but uh I want to make sure that he did the colors because the colors are striking in here.
0: Mm.
2: Yep. Uh art by Riley Rosmo, colors, art finishes, chapters three and four by Owen Gianni.
4: Hmm
2: janny that's a nanny yeah Jani. good good stuff for mr rosmo i'm trying to complete my rosmo library because uh i've been reading his stuff in uh trades instead of single issues. so i st- i think i still need a green wake trade here or there but yeah keep an I eye out for back, uh
4: d- i gotta go back and finish that series
2: great stuff right
4: yeah yeah it was it was really good and You know, it's, it's one of those that I just kind of stopped reading for no reason in particular and I need to go back and finish it up. That's, that might, that might be my resolution for 2014 is to go back and finish all the series that I fell off of like DMZ and Green Wake and, um, and I've got some, Comic book confessionals that I won't bring up of stuff that I was like almost to the finish line with that I didn't finish the series. Some stuff that's kind of embarrassing, actually. Preacher, oh, wow. I have like the last trade of Preacher
0: still to read. Ugh. I'm gonna shoot God in the face. Actually, you know, I, I, uh, I haven't finished that either. Yes. I, have, I, I have the first, I think, two or th- or I gave away finally the first two or three trades. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved wow. everything I read.
4: I just ran out of gas,
0: and I just—I can't never... wait for David to read you. <laughs> well, did, did what, you mean yeah. beyond the first five trades you loaned to me? You read all five? I thought you only read like the first two. No, 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 no. Because I didn't. Didn't I bring it back when I? No, tell me. I brought him back when I visited you. Yeah. Did Did you? I give them back to you? I think I did. Oh, maybe you did. Maybe they're in my man cave. What was what was David's chuckle and write? Oh, that I apologize. Series. I was giving you shit, and I it. didn't even. There you go. My bad. No, I. But yeah, I don't. I don't think we. No, we we did talk about it briefly. I mean, we couldn't get too far past that without spoiling anything to come. But I was, I, <laughs> nice, really, yeah, I, uh, I, I, um, I really enjoyed it. I really did. I want more. Nice. nice. The seventh one just came out. That's why it was first. Sweet. Okay.
2: Ah, uh, you 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 quadrupled my progression through True. I think I only made it through like. Ten issues. I don't get you, dude. It's so, and it's. I have, I have them all. And you think I just, I just fell off, fell
0: off the wagon. I'm, I'm reading it, and you think you kind of know where things are going based on you know the, the craziness in this world, and it just goes in a completely different. And and it's all it, it's all believable, and you're just and you're along for the ride, and it's 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 nuts, and it it's good shit. It's oh, it is it it's weird how just, like uh,
3: certain artists kind of like stream into your consciousness, and then they're like they then you start noticing them all over like. I had never heard of Inaki Miranda until recently, and then she she did, you know, an Ark of the Ferris, which I talked about. And now she's doing the Coffin Hill, and I'm like, whoa, I'm like, what? I'm like, I'd never heard of her before, and now I'm seeing her all over. You know what I mean? So It's yep. strange how that works. She's on your radar. Yeah.
2: Bing, 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 bing. So, yeah, debris. It's got a lot of my favorite color in it. Steady rocking Inaki, them boots. Do <laughs> so you know what my favorite color is? Bet you don't.
0: Magenta, uh, turquoise, no. bile,
2: turquoise. brown. Turquoise. Is it really? Yeah, oh, really? Real? Yep.
0: I was, I was gonna...
2: My favorite color.
3: Dude, I am sending you a starter Charlotte Hornets hat. Wow. That's awesome. Grandma always... style. It's yep. a
2: huge I, I miami Rowans
3: fan. Turquoise
2: just speaks to so me. It's so the, it's the, the, the I gra- I gravitate towards that to color every then. time. Seriously, yeah. dude. I know. I love Arizona. Do you? Yeah. I always wanted to live there. Hmm. Won't happen, won't happen now, but uh, that was the plan to, to live in Arizona. I, I
0: want to go back just to see how much has changed in the decades I've been away.
3: Look at you. Yeah, one of my partners, uh, at my firm has a, a, a home there. So we're talking about maybe going on a retreat. I've never been, never been to Arizona once in my life.
2: Oh, beautiful. Love it.
3: Yeah. Give me a nice big flat desert. Yeah. Good. Love it. Yeah. Nice. It's actually kind of cool. This is, uh, my, uh, the same, same guy, the same person. Uh, his wife just got named, um yesterday as the, uh, new lieutenant governor of, uh, of Minnesota.
2: Nice. Look at that. You know people. That's not big. Pretty crazy. Nice. Yeah. Why they talk to you, I have no idea. Yeah,
4: you, know, yeah. 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 you know, uh, B. Claymore's dad used to be the, uh, lieutenant governor of
3: Kansas. I did not know that. That's true. True story. Huh
2: comics in real life bad
3: karma. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh
4: my in your travels. Well, uh this is for the photography piece because this is what has been keeping my uh my uh bedside lamp on the the last week. Uh Dan Winters is a uh, phenomenal portrait photographer that you would know his work if you saw it's uh nationally recognized a lot of magazines uh rolling stone a lot of different stuff he's kind of a photographer's photographer and has uh, uh published a book called road to scene and it is uh 700 pages of awesome so this is not for the comic book crowd this is for the photography uh sub niche that is at the uh at the forum. So, uh, get that Dan Winters book because it is a passion project that the publisher pretty much admitted as much, and it will not see a second printing and it's amazing. So road to Scene by Dan Winters.
3: Nice.
0: Nice. Um, this is for Jason and because it's really one of the only issues I read, uh, since we recorded last week. Um, and, Always for And your travels. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Always it's it, this is for you too because My hopefully you'll, you'll you'll catch up. Well, no, you'll <laughs> actually you'll you'll read <laughs> just, this just, just probably sure. in a year when it's when it's collected in hardcover. Um, Amazing X Men. Oh,
1: I, I,
0: I, I read the uh, the third issue. Um, oh. and uh, it's there's actually. I don't know how you're going to feel Vince because there's a there's a rather touching scene um with the person who well with <laughs> with with, with Crawler and with Storm. And there's a, well, and there's a flashback
2: and it's 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 a Of course it's, it's touching. It's, she tried to rob him. <laughs> so a, she tried to get his wallet It's off. a tender
0: moment and and uh she is a thief. But over but, but oh and 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 um this one I thought was the best of the the, the, the <laughs> series so far as far as um kurt narrating it and and yes, uh it. especially talking about dr hank McCoy and oh, um it really i i think it was it's yeah I, i'd say it's the best issue so far of of the new yes, series it. um i uh definitely check it out it's um it there's been three issues so you and it's it's um
2: you don't three lightning fast issues you
0: don't need to read you know you don't need to know all the issues all 30 plus issues of Wolverine and the X-Men you don't need to know you know right. what else is going on in the Marvel universe this this is a a a new self-contained series and uh or at least so far and um and Aaron hit the ground running and and if you're an X-Men fan and the spider-man and his amazing friends fan you know all the players in this so there's really (laughs) nothing to um to to worry about as far as this series go i think aaron nails everybody's uh voices and and mcginnis and byes just doing some beautiful work so check it out what doesn't aaron nail seriously
2: the the dude's fantastic and i gotta say the revulsion in Jason's voice when he said, Oy. Well, when I, when I went off on storm, that made my night.
3: Thank you very, <laughs> very much. Welcome. Uh, in your travels, uh, pick up a work, uh, the newest release by our good friend Chris Pitzer at Ad House Books. Uh, this is a book titled Delusional. It is the graphic and sequential work of Mr. Farrell Dalrymple. It's a, uh, 240 page hardcover uh, that uh, is a retrospective on Dalrymple's career t- to date. Uh, for those that don't know Farrell, he's uh, one of the co-founders of the Meat House Collective that Vince gushes over periodically. Um, probably best known to the masses is the illustrator of uh, Marvel's Omega the Unknown. Um, more recently was uh, one of the illustrators on uh, Profit because he's buddies with Brandon. Um, but this is, uh, just a beautiful book in the, in, you know, again, I don't know that Chris Pitzer knows how to put out anything, but beautiful books, but it's, uh, you know, Dalrymple's an an amazingly varied and talented creator. He, um, he's an accomplished letterer, uh, an accomplished colorist. So this is a real tour de force. It's, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, for the most part it's previously published stuff, but it's, uh. Um, you know, it's got like all the super mundane stuff that he put out in his, uh, his own book, his own anthology for years. It's, uh, it's got, you know, it's got spot illustrations, it's got pinups, it's got, you know, full comics, it's got black and white, it's colored, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, got really dark stories, it's got humorous stories, it's, it's just an amazing, uh, look into a very creative and, uh, eclectic creator that, uh, way, way more people should know him than do. So, um. You can find the book, uh, I believe it in stock trades on, on Amazon. Uh, you can go directly to ad house books itself, uh, or Farrell Dalrymple's website, farrelldalrymple.com. But, uh, it was a real treat and, uh, I hope to meet Farrell sometime here soon. You know, we had a chance to talk to Brandon this past year and I know it's this boy. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to meet Dalrymple because he seems like a really interesting cat. So maybe you'll
2: buy some original art from him.
3: Mayhap. May have. You never know, though. On those, those really old guys tend to overprice their stuff. If we're being honest,
2: uh,
3: frequently, you're right. I have no idea. Yeah. Farrell does, but I'm saying they, that that seems to be the case. Like, if you go to the Beguiling, which is a, you know, one of the uh, an art dealer that, that sells, it's like you're you fall out of your chair when you look at the prices out. I know, I know. You're right. You're pre your boy the prison pit dude. He's he's he's. Ridiculous. It's <laughs>
2: and they're so small.
3: That's the thing. I mean.
2: Yeah, they're so tiny. I mean, and yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here with us yet again, and we'll be back again next week. You know where to reach us. We'll be waiting here for you because we love you so much. Hurt. Come back, y'all. Okay. say a night, David. Night, David. Good night, David. Goodnight.
4: And if they
0: don't see what they ought to be i just let it go down I can make them see through the heart of me And I
2: let it go down
0: If they don't see what they ought to be i just let it go down I can make them see through
3: the heart of me yeah. Uh, what's the winner, what's this bitterness It's crazy how we fight like springer, no fight night It's not a game I'm a globetrotter but not a baller or ball spinner On this big ball spinning up on God's tall fingers All year, all year, spring, summer, fall, winter remember in the saint that remembered we're all sinners Let my people go Roses still seated saying please don't get off of the bus It's history never hurt Story and profits get crushed Tough topics get hushed And life is often unjust. I forget And I remember to remember On the darkest days the sun is still shining In December being broke Yeah that's hard but that legal ain't always tender I'm Akeem's team focused with my dream
0: in the center Let's move I, Even if they don't seem what they are to be I just let it go down I can make them see
2: through the heart of me And I let it go down If they don't see what they ought to be I just let it go down I can make them see through the heart